is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything stuck now. Do you have a card? Don't you shake my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love him. Can't wait to see him, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone <laughs> fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. <laughs> that means every fucking thing to me. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, what a glorious Tuesday evening it is to be live on the air with you on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide, as well as Roll1C1.com, yeah. which really isn't a thing right now, but it's okay, it will be. Joey Fats Radio, Roll1C1, thank you all for joining us. We are absolutely ecstatic to be here. We have so much to get to tonight. Um, so many things. Just so many things. Mm. We've got... Uh, Took long enough. Do we have? I mean, look, we're obviously we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, right? Like, nope. No, nope. I mean, I thought about just like skipping over it and being like, you know what? Fuck that game. I didn't even watch it. It didn't happen. It really doesn't matter to me. Fuck the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Who gives much. a shit? Can I? Can I be honest? And maybe it's because I'm older. Maybe because I had like a rough few weeks. But did it not seem like that game was like as nationally pumped as usual? Yeah, and, that's what I said. There was a lack and, of. And during the game, there was just like no energy. It was like meh. Like yeah. it was no defense. Well, but everyone was just like meh. We'll get to that because right. I I I have a theory on why on why the game had that kind of flat feel to it. We'll get to that. We'll get to the flat feeling of the game. We'll get to the halftime show. We'll get to the reaction to the halftime show, which was very predictable. We'll get to uh, the call heard round the world. The hold hurled ra- heard round the world. The hurled, 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 Uh We'll get to, obviously, the other things not concerning the Super Bowl, but still NFL-related. The Colts and Cardinals get their man at head coach. Derek Carr absolutely butt-fucks Yay. the Raiders. Well, they tried to butt-fuck him. After they tried to butt-fuck him. Amazing. Um, we'll get into all of that. We got that plus, uh, what do we got? We got a little bit of NBA tonight. We got a little bit of... Uh, uh, what was what else did I have here listed? Oh, um, we got a Daytona 500 betting preview. Since Ooh. sports betting is ra- is is legal now yep. in the state of Massachusetts, I'm gonna give you if you are a degenerate and you like to bet, I'm gonna give you some tips on how to bet on NASCAR. Now, I'm not a good better. I will preface it with that. However, we will talk about betting uh, here in the second hour. Uh, and uh, oh, and uh, obviously, uh, yeah. Terry Bradshaw is in some hot water uh, oh, for some God. insensitive comments that he made. Oh Stupid. my goodness, goodness gracious! Uh, obviously, in the poll question tonight, uh, and you can vote on it right here on the on the side in the uh, in the description. Biggest no show in Super Bowl history. And I'm going to give you three options. One is going to be this year's Philadelphia Eagles defense. Option B will be the 2013 Denver Broncos offense. And number three will be other. And you can submit your comments as to what the other might possibly be. Right. Whether it was the 1994 San Diego Superchargers. That's messed up. 
They had, or, Dan, they had Dan Fouts. He was amazing. Maybe it was the maybe it was the 1989 Denver Broncos or the 1987 Denver Broncos or the 1986 Denver Broncos. I could I could put a lot of Broncos as no shows in 1986 this Patriots. 85, but yes, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. No, feel free to take it from here, guys. I thought you were looking Con- for something no, else, you con- dick. Converse amongst yourselves. Uh, 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 what did you guys? Uh, what was? Uh, what did you guys eat during the big game? Uh, what did you have to eat? Because I know Paul and I, we had a plethora of smoked barbecue meats. I yeah. ate absolutely nothing. We did ribs. Ribs were bombs, fuck, dude. Ribs. The ribs, yeah, they were good. I ate absolutely nothing. <laughs> and on top of it, to get back to Joey's point, who I thought was going to say something else, and he started typing. He was like. Feel free to talk yeah, to Yeah, I know, like, immediately, like, we're just like, uh... It was two seconds, and he's, <laughs> know, we're, like, waiting for him to say something else. He's like, right. he's like, speak! I'm like, okay, Jeez. listen. First of all, my vote for biggest missing piece of all time, I'm not going to vote the Eagles game. Like, the, the Eagles just sucked dick the, the whole game. Like, the defense yeah. was terrible. <laughs> Plus, I don't know if anybody saw Fletcher Cox screaming at the rest of his team. On the sideline, like, God damn it! This guy has one ankle, and he's beating the shit yeah, out of us. I know, and right? the team was like, "Yep." <laughs> like, I wonder, like, yeah. like, what was up with the field? They were like pushing a lot of dirt around. Okay, so that I don't know. Field I don't know if you know this. Hard. I don't know if you know this. Uh, getting ready for that game, the NFL paid eight hundred thousand dollars to prep that field. Eight hundred thousand. They were better off on like a fucking private high school te- like teams field like well the cool thing about the Arizona field is that that whole field actually gets like rolled out rolled like, out yeah, I get into that. the sun like, of Arizona dudes and were then they slipping were, and moving dirt like losing grip all over the Greg place Greg Olson made a great point Greg Olson by the way called a great game gave the referee shit on national television and then after the game was announced that he was going to be served a 70% pay cut for next season yeah that sucks Tom Brady's coming in yeah, but even Tom Brady's not said he's not going to start next year. He's going to start two years from now, whatever it is. Right, he's going right. to take a he's going to take a year to prep, which I was like, he's probably never going to take yeah, that contract. Just to save up the shit. money. They're going to save up the money to pay for. So you screw him yeah. now. Yeah, you gotta get, they got to get moving on that. Greg Olson said way too much like paint on the field, like 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 the decor is too the decor is too big, and that makes the glass uh, grass a little bit slipperier. And then he said, and if everybody saw it after they moved the the halftime show shit stage. There was huge chunks of dirt taken out of the field and huge ch- chunks of grass taken out of the field. And they yeah. have multiple members just sodding and throwing down, like, extra patches of, like, grass. and, and yeah, it's, it's like, terrible. I mean, that was just a disaster. Right. I'm not even, like, blaming that as far as, like, who won or lost. They both had to play on the team. Like, they both, both teams had to play on that field. But I'm just saying, like, damn, like, get your shit together. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking at the Super Bowl, man. Like... There are there are fields out there that are in better shape, you know what I mean, that are not on that level. Like, so I was just kind of pissed off at the n- way. No, that, no, you're 100 percent right, and you're not goes, the only person. Well, I think it kind of like go also goes in line with like the lack of like you said like hype towards this game. I think nationally, it was a middle America team versus a versus a Pennsylvania team, and it was just the whole West Coast feels like didn't care. All the South of the United States did not care. And the East Coast is like, man, you know, the, the Chiefs have been like our rival forever. Well, for the last like five years. And then Philadelphia fucked us in the Super Bowl by yeah. beating us a few years ago. So it's anybody like, who we lives, didn't really care. Yeah. Anybody who lives up in this region of the United States, we are saturated with teams. You know what I mean? We have a lot. For we sure. have the Ravens, the Steelers, you know. I'm saying from like Ohio down to like, you know, I don't know, maybe whatever, Georgia. We'll go down like that, this half up here. And like, 
there's so many teams that like this is just two of like the non like sexy teams. Like it just kind of sucked when I thought about it. I'm like, oh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm like, someone brought this up, fucking sucks. Someone brought up a great point. They said if you don't have a West Coast versus East Coast game, now I know I know the ratings are still high because it's the Super Bowl. I haven't watched Super Bowl right, still, right? But the hype's not there. And they said oh, if you don't want if you don't have a West Coast team versus an East Coast team, there's not as much hype because the West Coast people are very casual if their teams are not in it. They're like, well, whatever, we're not going to watch it. If, we, if it's on, it's on. If it's not, it's not. Right, it's one of those things that's like it's background for them. Big, basically. Yeah, they're like, so all Kansas of California, City, Philly, they're like. Yeah, exactly. All of California is like the I mean, closest you, team to us is 3,000 miles you'll away. You'll get, the, you'll get the people that'll tune in to root against certain teams. Like, right. You know, but like, I tuned in to root think, against think, the Chiefs. Do you think Rams fans or, you know, uh, I don't know, let's say Chargers fans really give a shit about like you know maybe maybe the chargers fans are tuning in to root against the, the the chiefs but like what there's like 14 of them in the whole country so like who gives a shit right. you know what I mean? they don't they don't move the needle you know the rams fans they're they couldn't care less like oh we're not in it it's it's the same thing with like the lakers like yeah oh the lakers aren't in it no one cares the rams oh, oh the clippers are in it that's cute yeah they're not the yeah, lakers bye. Yep. the so, rams won the super bowl last year and by the end of this season they had half the stadium already. I'm fairly right. certain that I saw, and I don't know if it's true because I haven't actually looked up the ratings and got the official thing yet. Um, but I'm fairly certain, like the Super Bowl halftime show, actually was the peak viewership of the of the by whole like game. five million. By like it was I, like one thirteen to one eighteen, something Listen, like that. Rihanna's I, halftime show got one eighteen, and the yeah, whole not, entire Super Bowl itself was one thirteen. I'm not a fan of Rihanna. I just I know she has some bangers for songs. I thought the halftime does show, she though. Yeah, I mean, Does she? she? I mean, I, I mean, mean, I guess if you're like a 17 year old girl in 2009, Rihanna was like your cool, like the coolest shit ever. But okay, yeah. was that I've the worst halftime no, halftime show? No. I've was it the best? Worse. Absolutely not. Honestly, no. I'm. Who was the best halftime show? Tom Petty. Actually, Tom Petty was pretty good. That's my favorite. My favorite, I have to tell you, was 2001 because of the Patriots won the Super Bowl. So it was you two. Oh God, oh, no! Jesus you. Christ! Don't care. If, as if I just needed, because I completely forgot about that. As if I needed another reason to fucking loathe that day. Just Joey, because. Joey, hey Joey, would you? Literally rather, the worst band in existence. All right, say you get sent to like. Say, yeah, say, you heard me right, Poolin. Say you go to hell, Joey, right? And you either gotta listen for eternity, you two, or fucking Pearl Jam. Which one are you? Taking? Oh my fucking! Which God, one are you dude. taking? Why do you hate Pearl Jam so much? It's so weird. What, they what do you suck mean? What do you mean? so do, bad, dude. Pearl Jam is Eddie like Vedder is the biggest fucking, fucking poser why? of all time. Like people rack, like people like rack hard on Nickelback, and I'm like, Pearl Jam That's was a Nickelback weird way before to Nickelback. Say Pearl Jam, yeah. like, <laughs> like, so wait, no, honestly, what would you rather do? If you had to listen to one band for the rest of your fucking life, are you doing Pearl Jam? Or, or, oh, wow, Poolin's in the chat tonight too. That's great. Um, or you too? Honestly. As much as it pains me to say it, I'd probably have to go with you too because at least they have like <laughs> a good song. I don't know what it Which, is. I, I can't say, name what, it. What do you think? Yeah, but elevation? I'm sure they they have like a good song somewhere. Maybe yeah. But Pearl Jam, I've never like. I just can't. <laughs> if I have to listen to Eddie Vedder, just be like, yeah, do vowels. Yeah, that was the nineties. Honestly, if I was gonna have to choose, I'd probably have to take you two as well. Yeah, I'd probably to like at least like. I mean, I don't give. And both, you know, the thing that pisses me off about you two and and Pearl Jam alike, and they both have this problem is like. You know, Pearl Jam, you've got Eddie Vedder. Like, all right, sick fucking rock name, dude. Like, the name is sick. Like, the lead singer, the lead singer's name is Eddie Vedder. You're like, oh, all right. Guy sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And then you listen to him, and you're like, total douchebag. Fucking terrible. 
awful. And then you two on the other side, it's like, oh, their lead guitarist's name is Edge. And you're like, all right. Oh, cool. It's like Slash, but like yeah. Edge. Like, all right, this guy's going to be fucking really good, right? Like, no. Yeah. Now he's going to play like the same basic like six chords for every song and never fucking wow you or never be in anyone's yeah. top 100 greatest guitarist of all time ever. Yeah. Well, and no one's ever going to give a shit about him. His name is Edge because how, people who are right about to cross over it yeah. hear him and then how they just you, commit. You know, they how, just they just go. How <laughs> do we forget last year of like Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, but Dr. that was Dre. that 50. was that was Fif- fat fifty. That was good. I think that was more or less like a tribute to like the area in which we're there. Well, fifties not. Like, like, it wasn't supposed to. I be. mean, I have I have like I have a lot of problems with that. La- like I loved last year's Super Bowl halftime show because it was it, it was. It, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was dope. Let's be honest, dude. Like it was, I thought it was cool. It was Dre and Snoop and at, like, yeah. come on, man, like that. 50 like that was fucking great that that to me was probably the second best one tom petty was the best in 07 with the giants and patriots then last year's but like i had some like issues with kind of like you know like i don't know like you got snoop up there like crip walking on stage and it's like (laughs) all right like here so here we are like you know promoting gang violence again like on national television in front of 200 million people or whatever it's like all right, like, you know, I, I don't know. I just, like, something about that kind of rubs me. I know they're performers and I know they're showmen, but, like, I don't know. When you work in our line of work and you see the kids that actually, like, emulate that yeah. and, like, play the pot, dog, like, it's it kind of it changes your perspective on it. And I get that. Not everybody has the same perspective Ugh. as I do because right. they don't see it the way I see it. You know, they don't right. see 21, 22-year-old kids who come into prison and think, like, I'm the fucking man because I shot another motherfucker. I put a bullet in his ass. And it's like, dude, you're literally threw your life away at 20 years old. Right. For what? To keep it real? Right. Dude, like, so can, can I just jump in really quick? Billboard yeah. picked their, by all of their staff, they voted the greatest Super Bowl halftime shows ever, including this most recent What was number one? one? Prince? Bingo. It was. It was either Prince or Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wasn't even top ten. Really? Yeah, they did not like. They did not like all the. See, I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't really care for the Prince one. I didn't care for the. But Prince I, I'm either. not a Prince fan. Number so. two, Lady Gaga. Uh number two, U two. <laughs> it was U two. Yeah, okay. All right, well, you got number one, number two. Let's see if you can do the top five. Number three. If you get number three, I'm gonna be like, you give me a team. hint. We've already talked about it. Was it Rihanna? Tom Petty. Nope. Uh, oh, last year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. And number four, last one. Um, this person looks like a troll from another planet now. Michael Jackson? <laughs> well, he, he is dead, so yeah. no. Mm. Rats. Forget about that. Uh, Sam Smith. I'm just throwing out names. I don't even. I don't think he did a Super Bowl halftime show, but that would be a correct answer. It's Madonna. Oh yeah. Oh, Madonna did a halftime show. What Super Bowl was that? 2012. Remember when they, they flipped her upside down and like she was like decrepit? Was that the? Of? Was that in Merce- that, was, that the Superdome? Was that, that the was... Ravens? Ravens Niners? Was that Ravens Niners? Was that Giants Patriots? No, Giants Patriots was 2011. No, I know, but I don't know if you're going if they're going based on the year it was in. I don't versus know the what year. they're going with. Yeah, because you know they always that. do that. They're like, oh, the 2012 Super Bowl, but it's really the 2011 season. Like, uh, yeah. No, because they counted last year Dr. Dre and Friends as 2020 22 season, so it was the 2012 season, not 2011 season. I mean, oh, 
Yes. Yeah, 2012 season. So it was Ravens, Ravens, Ravens Niners. 49ers. No, I don't remember that halftime show at all. It was garbage. It was, it was her and party and LMFAO. Oh, God. Oh. No wonder why I didn't watch it. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, not even LMFAO could get me to watch Madonna. Well, nobody watched it, but apparently Bill apparently. did. And not, um, Madonna, not even Madonna could get me to watch LMFAO. I mean, no, number one, to, to Graham's point, number one should have been Janet and Justin because we got to see Titty. That was Titty. I don't know what that was. It was, was Pierce weird. Titty, too. You're like, yeah, nice. Mm. That was sick. That was the best. That was, to me, that was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga jumped on, uh, off the roof. That was yep. funny. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was all I remember from that. Just Did you see the, the, late, the clip of Lady Gaga's concert the other day where, like, she's got some girl, like, literally gagging herself and then throwing up on her? That was old. Was it? That's super old. That's, it, like, eight years ago. Really? Yeah. I'd never seen that Either until the other way, day. And I was care. like, that's fucking Gross. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with that? Was, that was when she did that crazy, like, just doing anything for attention phase. Yeah, I guess so. Now, now she would never. She'd be like, oh, how <laughs> dare you? I'm starting a movie with Bradley Cooper. She's like Mariah right. Carey, where she's like, she's like, she won't even let yes. Eminem bust on her anymore. Like, ew. It's <laughs> like, jerk off over there into that towel. Like, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. The, the, the halftime show was, this year to me, it was complete and utter gutter trash. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't care that she's pregnant. I don't give a shit. I don't either. Like, that was, no excuse for that was the number one takeaway from that. And I don't care how high in the Donkey Kong level thing she goes. Like, it doesn't make for better. It was so lazy. Yeah. It was like just, it was it just was purely lazy. And uh, aside from the fact that Rihanna has like one good song, like uh, the only song I've ever listened to by Rihanna that I've been like, ah, I like that song was Umbrella, because it was very well produced and it was very well done. Other than that, everything else not. That she has, I'm not saying she doesn't have talent. I'm not saying she's not capable. I just think her music is fucking garbage. No, I'm saying she has top of the charts, like number one rankings and songs. That's yeah. what I meant by bangers. But other than that, it's like I'm not into it. She at makes all. she makes more money off her makeup line now. What was it Maki or some shit like that? Fenty. Whatever. No, Fenty's a company. No, Fenty. Fenty. F E N like T I. Not Fendi. I don't know. All I know is that Rihanna is. I am listen, too white to know how this yeah. point. How's that? The fact that there was like there was no surprise guest. There She's was worth no over like, like a billion dollars, dude. You know, there was no they they never pulled anybody in to be like, oh, look at this. We got the surprise person here. And well, like, they maybe they the rumor they the rumor was Drake was supposed to be there, but maybe Drake burst into tears and ran away when he saw he was pregnant. Perhaps. Because <laughs> he was he was because she's because because ASAP Rocky is her baby daddy, right? That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Seven, seven, four, nine, nine, two, eight, seven, zero, two. That's the phone number. If you want to get in on this conversation, uh, what's your best and worst halftime show? Wow. Of all time? It just <laughs> the Facebook just asked me for once to ban Graham <laughs> because of his last comment. <laughs> what me too? It said it said, would you like to ban this user? <laughs> <laughs> it popped up right on my screen. Wait, what did it say? What did he say? He just put Sam Smith equals meat suit era gaga. <laughs> and, and Facebook was like, we can't be having this. Do you want to ban him? No. no. <laughs> Immediately, don't. do you want to ban him? No. Look, it's back again. What Delete comment, that? report comment, suspend Graham, ban Graham. No, none. none of of course other. I'm going to hit cancel. Yeah, cancel. All yeah, we're not banning anybody. Nobody gets banned from this that show. That was so no. strange. Why It popped up twice. Listen, we, didn't ban, we didn't ban Fortnite Kid. The kids who call in yelling like monkeys. Oh, I love them kids. Uh, we don't, we if don't. you're out there <laughs> listening, please call in. Please call in and act what like. Paul just hell? adores you. I think you got They grabbed me the it keeps trying to suspend him. It's like, do you want to ban him from the stream? I'm like, no. I'm not getting anything on my side. Like, maybe because I'm I'm in like the the comments comments. I mean I'm. Mm. Oh wait, moderation. Who knows? 
That's so weird. It would only come yeah, up. I have on everything yours. set to off, so mine didn't come up at all. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you have it set to off, but I don't have it yeah. set to off. Yeah, nobody I don't get gets it. banned from the show. No, nobody, nobody ever. Say what you want. Gets AI, banned. From AI Big Brother is watching. That is very accurate. Yeah. Live <laughs> three times. It was like, are you sure you don't want to ban this guy? He's saying some crazy sure? shit. We'll he be might, at his house. He tonight. might have talked shit about Lady Gaga, and we can't fucking have that. Graham might have dice in his pocket, and he might be rolling them on the floor. Mm. Yeah, probably. I mean, it could be. True. Facts, uh, but uh, all right, so let's move on from the halftime show. Let's get to the actual game because I want to get to Derek Carr, uh, Terry Bradshaw, and uh, what was the other thing we wanted to get to, too? Um, oh, we got to touch on LeBron making history from last week as well. LeBron! Um, all right, so let's start with uh, let's start with the game. Let's start. Well, let's start with the poll question. What do you guys think? Because to me, I'm going Cam Newton. Oh, Cam, that's a good one. Okay, that, Cam Newton. That's what, Cam didn't show up. Didn't show up in the Super but see, Bowl. But see, I could I could defend Cam Newton. How? Because he went up against one of the all-time great defenses in that game. Sure. So when, He didn't but, show up at all, though. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, with this 2022 Philadelphia defense, right? And this is why I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to say about this game. All right, Jalen Hurts, I know he's the first, you know, He's the first African-American quarterback to rush for three touchdowns and throw for 300 under a waxing gibbous moon uh, in the month of February in a year that ends in a three, you know, um, when when Madonna is in her, like, you know, 17th menstrual cycle of the month or something like that. Whatever cherry picks stat, Jesus. I don't know, just be talking about Madonna. That sounds uh, gross. It does. Uh, but would it surprise you? It's, She's way past no. that stage, by the way. Uh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> 17. Whatever cherry, whatever cherry pick stat you want to bring up about Jalen Hurts. Uh, but the bottom line is, is we saw why Jalen Hurts got benched in the national championship <laughs> for Tua, you know, five years ago, uh, because he couldn't hold on to the goddamn fucking football. Allows the Chiefs to scoop and score. Yes. And that was basically the difference in the game, because instead yeah. of 28-7, yep. You're going in 24-14 at the half. To be fair, though, they gave him one back. That was a. I know he threw it back to the uh, to the the running back, and the running back got hit and dropped it. That was a catch. To me, that's a catch. That was, that a, was catch not a catch. It was too quick to be a catch. That I because, don't like because that. Oh, yeah. just watching it in real time. I wasn't even in front of the TV. I was as Paul. I was only. I was throwing darts at the time. And I saw and I saw the play out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, it's incomplete. Incomplete. Be- I knew why? they were going to call because it, that. it was too fast. But I'm sorry. In the NFL, they always tell you catch two feet, a football move. Him turning to go run sh- does that not equate to a football move though? So I I Again, don't like that. It comes line. it comes back to the age old adage, what's a fucking catch? Nobody we knows. Don't know. though. Nobody knows. We just make it up as we go most times. But I could tell you right there, gut instinct. First time I saw it, out of the corner of my eye. I said, nope, that was way too ball, defender, ball on ground, way too quick. That was way too bang, bang, bang to even possibly be considered a catch. And once they ruled it, I mean, they let it go. They let it go. They signaled incomplete, but they didn't blow the whistle. So they let it be like, you know, it was kind of like they they did the opposite of what Ed Hockley did in 2008 with uh, Jay Cutler against the Chargers, which is what you're supposed to do. The refs are supposed to swallow their whistles, let the play play out, Make your ruling, but at the end of the day, they that you, you swallow the whistle so that way it, it continues and we have a we have a full play. So if they decide, oh no, that was a fumble, it was con- it was scooped for a score. Boom. Okay, there you go. Right. That, but no, I had no problem with that being called an incomplete pass. That was. 
To me, that was incomplete all day. I don't know. In, in, in this day and age. Dude, Bolton would have had two touchdowns at the defense. I know. Time. And I actually <laughs> said that to Paul. I was like, you know, right, I'm not yeah, rooting. I don't crazy. want Kansas City to, to win this, but I'm like, kind of cool for Bolton to come out here and be like. 14 points by myself. Four, scored 14 on his own and like have two, you know, two scooping scores in a, in a Super Bowl. Like that's, I mean, that's definitely Super Bowl MVP right there. Oh, yeah. No, uh, not with Mahomes at quarterback. Yeah, no, nah, they would true. still. They would. I mean, you're right. They they would. They still would still to, find a way to give it. If to they him. robbed Ty Law in 2001 to give it to Brady, before oh, Brady was even sure. Brady, there's no way in hell. Uh, was it Bolton? Was it was Bolton? Right? It was Bolton. Hundred percent. Or Boynton. That was Bolton. Either way, I could be wrong. Either way, Bolton. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Hold on. I thought. Yeah, it was Bolton. Nick to Bolton. be completely fair. You can't have back-to-back years of the exact same situation happening in back-to-back Super Bowls of the referees swallow their whistle for 58 minutes and in the final two minutes decide holding. Yeah. That is so fucking suspicious. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Obviously, two completely different teams in both games, or four completely different teams in both games. It's bullshit. Like, it, that, just, that just screams out conspiracy theories. But we posted the video of Roger Goodell. Sitting there on on media day, saying that the officiate thinks the officiating is as good as it's ever been, and everybody's sitting there looking at him, going, I, I, "Roger, I know you're a company guy, but you can't possibly sit here, like, don't sit here and lie to me, like, don't piss in my face and tell me it's raining, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing." Yeah, I, I we know the officiating has been shitty. Everybody, you know, does. the officiating has been shitty, and the reason why the officiating has gotten so shitty is because the NFL just keeps piling on these rules. And they keep making amendments to the rules rather than getting rid of the dumb ones. Like, rather than just saying, like, all right, you know what? We're going to make this very black and white, very easy to call. Nope, let's make it more ambiguity. Let's add more ambiguity to it. Let's make it more gray. Mm -hmm. Let's make this more convoluted and over the top. Because then we can kind of pick and choose when we want to call it. uh, And, And that's what frustrates fans the most. It's not the fact, like... What frustrates me about the call, and we'll, we'll talk about the holding call in the fourth quarter, is it's not that they called it. It's that there was 126 offensive snaps in that game, and they only called defensive holding one time yes. the entire game. Bingo. And that was the yeah, only time they called it on a third down and eight in a – in the biggest spot that you can possibly imagine. I'm sorry. And they call a ticky-tack hold. And I know everybody's got the still the still shot. I'm sick of still of, shots. Of the jersey. Fuck you and your still shot. I'm sick of still if shots. If you post that still shot, it's because you're a lazy piece of shit who's trying to fucking cover your own ass. Because if you watch that in real time, right. and you want to tell me with a straight face that's holding, I will literally take my dick out and slap it off your nose. And skull fuck you. No. <laughs> fuck you if you think that was holding in real time. You gotta be careful with that with that comment about dick slapping. <laughs> Facebook's gonna be like, do you want to ban yourself? But listen. Hypothetically, the, of course. Like, if, if I can grab Paul's jersey for a second. It was literally, I'm not, obviously it wasn't his arm, but that quick. Yeah. And it was, I'm sorry, if you're yep. running with someone man to man, hold is a tug and it stops, right. it, uh, it, it, it impedes. impedes. Right. Thank you. This impedes. never impeded his progress. Juju was still going. Juju and was, like, was like, oh, well, Mahomes was throwing to a thought and Juju couldn't get there because no. he was held. No, no, Juju couldn't get there because he's too busy fucking writing TikToks during it the week. Sucks. Honestly. And, and he couldn't and he couldn't get to the spot because he fucking, his career is washed up. I, I, and I'm, Juju, I'm sure, fuck it, I'm just going to bring it up right now. Juju is getting absolutely roasted by... 
current NFL players, yeah. f- uh, retired NFL players. Oh yeah, and AJ today. Brown destroyed right. him. Yeah. He, so if Twitter, anybody called him TikTok boy, if anybody yeah, hasn't that. heard of what happened, let me go ahead and find you the Juju tweet from today. So obviously today being Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners and you out there in Facebook land. Yeah. Valentine's um, Day. Valen- yeah, fuck you. I hate people who say that. It's shit. the time of the Valen, bitch. So Juju made a tweet about. Um, uh, send it. Send it to the group chat and I'll post it. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, I probably should have had it up already. This, but- no, 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 yeah, no, no, well, no. there's that picture that he posted, and then there was the tweet by it was just AJ. Brown. Oh, it gets better. The AJ it Brown gets better. Was awesome. So the he original tweet him. is him trying to be clever, putting up a Valentine's from. I said Tynes. Valentine's from Bradbury. He says, Bradbury, I'll hold yeah. you out, Bradbury. I'll hurl, I'll hold you when it matters most. And he just put Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And then. A.J. Brown, from the top fucking rope, puts, quote-unquote, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on a one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like that like that, or ever was. But congratulations again. Bunch of emojis clapping and shit like that. Annihilated. Yeah. It was like, first of, all, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, you guys, you guys played great. This from you is pathetic because since you've been an absolute garbage receiver the last right, few games. right, you're lucky you even got a chance because you were fucking done in Pittsburgh. They have nothing to do with them. AJ then continues. Uh, furthermore, I think AJ, no, I think it was Legarrette Blount tweets out for the last six games he had 190 total yards receiving. Juju, in- yeah, including playoffs, no touchdowns, nothing. They said, when you speak like that, when you try to clown another player like you did, and you weren't even making any plays for the last six weeks, including playoffs, the biggest time in your career, you have no ground to stand on. Absolutely none. And then, uh, just furthermore, players are making fun of themselves. Like, before they gave my text to Joey earlier, that um, Andy Reid, or I texted the group earlier, Andy Reid had come out and said, if anybody at halftime goes out and watches uh, Rihanna, uh, don't come back to the locker room, you're not playing the rest of the game. Yeah, you bet. And Melvin Gordon was like, I debated it. He goes, he <laughs> yeah. goes. I got my ass carried here. He goes, well, I got to lose. Yeah, no goes, shit. I was on the Broncos. That was actually really funny. Like, I like, I know. That's funny. <laughs> He's um, like, I debated it. I mean, Melvin Gordon was never going to see the field anyway because he just exactly. He would have, uh, he would have just, you know, he would have, he would have fumbled it and cost the Chiefs the game. Um, but, no, it, listen, Juju, like, that, that holding call – and again, and the problem that I had the most with the holding calls, right? Listen, I didn't, I don't really have like a tremendous horse in this race. The the Chiefs, they are my second most hated team, but they haven't elevated themselves to the Patriots that like level yet. Maybe they will if they win another one or two, God forbid. But they haven't gotten to that point yet. So brakes. when I'm watching the game on Sunday, I, I still fucking hate them. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm just saying like, all right, like it sucks. If KC wins, I'll be pissed. But I was happy with the game itself. The game yeah. was good. Yeah, touchdowns. And I remember, I remember it mentioning was... it to Paul when we were watching the game. And I remember saying, I'm like, there has not been a lot of yellow on the field. No, which and is And I great. remember saying, like, the refs are staying out of this one, and they're kind of letting them play, yeah. which, I, which I, was in, I, was, I was digging. 100%. And what this did for me was just it left a bad taste in my mouth yep. because – Instead of seeing Jalen Hurts with literally all the pressure in the world. And he played out of, besides that fumble, <clears throat> phenomenal. Yeah. Played great. I know. That was I said played that when he great. when he fumbled that and they scored that defensive touchdown, I was like, oh, He's a be better it. pro than he is a collegiate athlete. How rare is that shit? 
Like that's more that's more rare than anything else. Usually, guys yeah. peak in college and they come in the NFL and they fizzle out. He was like fizzling in college before going to Oklahoma, having one good year at Oklahoma, coming to the NFL, meh, and then blew up in his third year in the league. True. I mean, I was blown away. His performance, I was blown away. I always like Jalen Hurts. I was always a big uh, great Hurts attitude. Fan. Obviously, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw this too. Uh, how do you say the coach's name for the Eagles? Nick Sirianni? Sirianni. 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 Okay. Nick Sirianni at halftime. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can get the video. You can play it. Was waving to Pat Mahomes injured yeah, on the sideline. Yeah, I saw that. And he was like, yo, and chill. J- and Jalen Hurts ripped his arm down and was like, don't do that. Well, that, to me, I was like, I don't really care for that coach. That coach seems like a clown to me. I was going to say, he was he he got a little too pumped a little he too He was doing early, the fucking gritty on, in week 18. Yeah. I was like, what kind of coach does this shit? Yeah. Like, that shit bothers me. Like, that bothers me. The the coach of the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, he The he whole bothers crying me. thing that they went through with him, like, him crying, his, like he's trying like, to be, um what's his name? No Sean Moreno. No Sean Moreno. Yeah, was it No Sean? Yeah. They they got they got the uh, the slow motion right at the time just yeah his. yeah big and no I was Sean like, though oh, yeah. no Sean though has a serious eye problem he was just leaking water for yeah that was, <laughs> that a, was a lot yeah that was a lot it's a very emotional game of course it's an emotional game but the head coach I know is not playing is playing like a, it, and also on top of that kind of acting like a clown you know if if you're if you're starting quarterback to be like yo dude you gotta chill and you're like yes All right. that was did you see that video. What, Sirianni crying? No, Sirianni no. waving to Patrick Mahomes being injured on the bench, like, hi, across the field. And Jalen was in front of him. Jalen pulled his arm down and was like, don't do that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, come on. Y- your quarterback is being like, and you come lost, on, don't do that, like, man. yeah, chill, chill. I don't and then, know. And then your defense comes out and you play like shit the whole second. Act yeah. like you've been uh, there so before. Again, you know? Act and, like you've been there before. He wasn't. Uh, right. I know, Act like you've been there before saying. because, you know, you might not get you back. You might not get back. And that's what we, we we talked about this earlier today. We talked about, you know, the Bengals yep. and the Bills. You know, everybody assumes like, ah, yeah, we'll be back, man. Like, yeah. We got a young coach, young young quarterback. We're Bills, good. man. We got a good team. I'm telling you, Bills are going to be in trouble. Bills are going to lose a lot of players this year. They're yeah. going to lose a lot of players, and it, but they have a good front office. They'll rebuild and reload or whatever, and they'll do what they got to do. But at the on, on the flip side of things, Sean, and, and this is what it comes down to, like you can't you just can't take these things for granted, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. Ten years for me. I know I'm sounding like a pretentious, spoiled bastard, but from 04 to 2014, 10 years, we didn't win anything. It was agony yeah. for you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It was. I mean, you had an undefeated yeah. season go up in flames. Oh, God you damn got, it. You got there in 2011. You lose to fucking lose. Eli again. Yep, again. You know, and, and that was on top of, you know, you you, you had a devastating loss. Uh, you know, you, you lose to the Broncos in 05 and Jake Plummer. You have a devastating loss in the AFC Championship in Indianapolis. The undefeated season goes up in flames. 2008, Brady goes down. You don't even make the playoffs. Nine, you get tr- thumped by the Baltimore Ravens at home. Uh, Ten, you get thumped by the Jets at home. Eleven, again, you lose. Twelve, you get dicked down by Baltimore again. Thirteen, you get absolutely smashed on the road against the Broncos. And then finally, fourteen, they pull through when they finally go out and they get Brandon Browning and Darrell Revis and they revamp the defense and yeah, that 2014 team was the best team in football and it was looking like they were about to lose if if Pete Carroll and Darrell Bevel make one different phone call or, or, or play call yep. or somebody makes a phone call and says, "Hey, don't do that." This that I mean, we're talking about what? And Pete Carroll hasn't been back since. And everyone thought, "Oh, they'll no. be back. Oh, they'll be back. That team is stacked." Again, a perfect example of yep. a Ah, we'll be back. We got the quarterback. We got the defense. They, we got the they coach. Had both. They had both. They had all of it. And and again, 
this league is so fleeting. And you have to take advantage of every opportunity you get. And, and like I told Paul earlier today, it's what makes what Belichick and Brady did so impressive. Yep. Because they took advantage of every opportunity they get. You know, you get these people out there that are like, oh, you know, I'd rather be 4-0 in the Super Bowl than 7-3. and Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Stupid right. thing I've ever heard of. I would, yeah, I would rather go to 10 and lose 3 than go to 4 and win 4. Like, there is absolutely no part of me that would be like, yeah, you know what, though? But in this case, four is better than seven. No. no. There's no way. No. Uh, imagine asking Joe Montana that. Joe Montana said himself, Joe Montana's like, of course I would go to more Super Bowls. He goes, I lost like three NFC Championship games. Goes, of course I would love to go to the game. Yeah, imagine if Joe Montana was 7-0 and in Super Bowls. Bingo. You know, like what would we be talking about right now? I mean, then, okay, we'd be like, all right, seven and zero, seven and three, like undefeated. Right. I would even now say I'd be like undefeated. You can't be undefeated in the Super Bowl when you get there. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, he still is undefeated in the Super Bowls, but if you don't get there, four times to the dance. That's yeah, the only difference. It's right. So again, when it comes coming back to this Philadelphia Kansas City thing, Kansas City is doing a great job at taking advantage of these opportunities. Mahomes is young. Andy Reid doesn't. He, he doesn't have a lot left. He's a, he's going to be around, but 64, 65, not for long. I don't think it's for long because already you've heard the rumblings. Like, is this going to be it for Reed? Is this going to be his last year? Is that why Eric Bieniemy isn't taking any of these head coaching jobs because he's being groomed to just take over and take over the Chiefs and just know. be the Chiefs head coach? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have some other thoughts. I, I I have some other thoughts on that one too because I don't know how a guy can interview how many times like twenty six times in the last four years. Twelve. Damn. 12 in the last two. 12 in the last two, but even that's more in the prior, like, two or three. He's basically interviewed with every team. And besides, like, the Patriots. And the he hasn't great. gotten hired. And, like, never once I, has anyone ever leaked or, or said, like, Eric Bieniemy is the front runner for this job or that job. So I don't know what's going on with that. I, But, again, yeah, I'll take a Sprucey Spruce. I'm on vacation, man. I leave for I leave for, day, yeah. I leave like for Daytona hours. in, like, six hours. I know. Eat my ass. I will be in the 85 degree Florida sun. By this time tomorrow, I will already be sunburnt. <laughs> Why? Because you have zero hydration and your body is like deprived uh, of excuse water. Excuse me, sir. I did not have my first drink until 7:30 today. No, I'm saying by this time tomorrow, because you have no water and your body's like, please, anything, <laughs> even salt water at this point. <laughs> Well, I mean, my blood is pretty much been replaced with Kettle One. I'm, I'm fairly certain I have Kettle oh One God. running through my veins. But I'm jealous. Um, uh, yes, no, I'm, I'm going to because I'm going to the Daytona 500 on Sunday. So uh, that's why we're going to do the betting preview here. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that. Bottom, we'll do that at the bottom. Uh, uh, about, yeah, about top of the hour. Top of the hour. Ten o'clock. We'll do that. Top, Ten o'clock. Top of the hour. We'll do the. We'll do the Daytona 500 betting preview. So if you like betting, and you like betting on anything, like we have some friends. Elton. Uh, yeah, Shadis loves to bet on anything. He always asks me who, and I, I'm looking up the odds here. And FYI. I, I, I got a couple of decent long odds. Like, I got some plus 3,500 odds that if they hit, which I would have hit, I did hit on my pick. Uh, I did hit. I didn't bet money at the sports book because I didn't go uh, to Rhode Island to put the money down, or my buddy didn't go that yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I would have won $3,500 by putting a bean down. Hey, nice. On, Listen, uh, I had to text Elton today, uh, a follow-up to our conversation we had on Saturday here for our year-end draft party, and 
he texts me back. He goes, hey, sorry, I'm a little bit busy. He is at a roulette table. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wait, hold on. Let me let me ask you this real quick about, yes, what is wrong with you? Yes. Sir. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking, he's a total degenerate. And But he's a good gambler. So I think what we're going to, I think we're going to have a segment coming, uh, introducing a segment where he'll call in on Tuesdays. Easy E. And yeah, we can e. call it, we can call it Easy C. Easy Shadis. Easy Shadis. <laughs> that just and sounds funny. Easy C. We play and, his face uh, at the end of a Shadis. And we'll we'll get his we'll get his uh his his little his little favorite betting tips and uh, uh of the week coming up. He bets up. on everything. Everything. He'll he bets on ping pong. He yeah. He literally he literally just goes on his thing and bets on everything and anything. He's total degenerate. And it's insane. awesome. I love it. And he's good. He's good. He's very good. So I mean, he took Kansas City in the over. I took Philly in the under. Well, I got house. I think the over was fine. I'm still pissed I, that, that Kansas City won that game. I was, I'm, I'm still pissed Kansas City won, and I'm still pissed that Philadelphia's defense made an absolute fucking mockery of me. And they made a fool out of me because I sat there and I said, you know, when it came down to picking this game, I'm like, you got this team that is the, has the third most sacks in NFL history in a season. This, this team has the first team with four, with four players with 11-plus sacks. You know, Hassan Reddick has been an absolute fucking animal. Uh, I, I mean, these guys... You all right? Yeah, are, are are on a roll right now. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, well, you know, they beat a they beat you know San Francisco with no quarterback." I'm like, "Yeah, because they knocked both their quarterbacks out of the game. They beat the brakes off of them because too. they literally annihilated both of their quarterbacks." I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, they they haven't been tested all year." And I'm like, "I get what you're saying. Yep, but you don't register 75 sacks in a season." Just based off of luck or or not being tested, and they're like, well, who's the best quarterback they beat? And they're like, Dak Prescott. And I'm like, okay, but that's pretty good still. Like, you still have to work to get those sacks. Like, just because the quarterbacks aren't great doesn't mean the offensive lines aren't or the running games aren't and vice versa, whatever. There's a lot more that goes into getting a sack than just, oh, that's Taylor Heineke, so we're going to sack him seven times. Like, no, right. like, it doesn't work that way. If that was the case, Von Miller would have fucking. Oh yeah, you know, right. Four or five sacks against you know uh, fucking name in. in I, I was gonna say I'm like, well, the field's the limit here, so I don't really insert quarterback here. Like, who cares? Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't game, matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like when they went up uh, when they went up against uh, Chicago in 2015 with Jay Culler, he should have had about 90 sacks according right. to that metric. But I digress. But. Philadelphia's defense made a fucking fool out of me. They made a liar out of me. They made a fool of themselves. And then on top of it, they made a fool of themselves. Zero sacks, zero turnovers. Yeah, it was bad. Not even a forced fumble. They twisted his ankle when they caught, when they caught him running. Yep. And then how come Patrick Mahomes didn't get a post-game drug test? Comes back from halftime after a 30-minute halftime, and the dude's running. dude ran for 40 yards after halftime, after he was screaming in pain. Like two minutes to go in the second quarter. I know. I thought I, I, I saw mean, listen, some fake well, shit because, floating around. Because but. because again, you never underestimate the power of painkillers and cortisone. Sure. I mean, it, Toradol. 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 Whatever. Like they they can pump these dudes full of so much shit at these at this point that they don't feel anything. And it's like it's a high ankle sprain. I can't really damage it more by it's just a pain tolerance thing. Fine. Load me up on painkillers. I will feel nothing, and we will be good. And that's all there is to it. it. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. And right. you know what? Honestly, I would let's do it give, too. Let's give Pat Mahomes some fucking credit because he went out and balled the fuck out. Honestly, Granted, I like he that. only threw for 183 yards, which if you told me Mahomes was going to throw for 183 yards I in this game. I thought you won easy. I'm like, yeah, Philly wins in a blowout. I yeah. thought I th Philly gave Philly's defense gave the Chiefs 14 points. 
No, I lied. Yes. 21 points. 21 points. Well, Two open receivers at opposite ends of the field, yep, yep. which nobody even covered. And the and, other and players the, look at each other like, defense, not my yeah, guy. And the scoop and score. And scoop and score, absolutely. Yep. When I yep. saw the scoop and score, like I said, I knew. I was like, that's going to be the difference. 21 points they gave. They gifted like, the Chiefs 21 I, points. I did yeah. not expect Philly at that point. Those, I those, I two, get a those two touchdowns on the goal line. Inexcusable. I, I have I have no idea, and and of course Arizona goes out and hires. I was going to say good luck Arizona. The, the, the defensive coordinator, uh, what's his name? Um, a no name. Stite, not Stite, you know, the no, other that's guy. Us. No, that's um, your guy. To, that's the Colts. He went to the Colts, which I thought that was oh, a pretty decent um, hire. I just fucking saw it. Stite's uh, Stite's a great hire. I, I hope. I uh, hope. Smart, so. smart young mind. I, th- I, I'm, I'm very kinda hoping for like some Kyle Shanahan esque shit. Well, that's don't don't yes. shoot for the moon. Just no, like yes. A, no, I'm 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 very excited for the Colts for next year for that hire. I really am because I think that's that's a that's a Nick Sirianni, that's a, I, a Kyle Shanahan, a, a McVay yeah. style hire. They didn't go and get like they didn't get Eric Bieniemy, which I love. How did the how did the Cardinals have one interview for this dude who nobody knows and nobody cares about? And they were just like that's it. Hired him. Bring him in. Like didn't that break the Rooney Rule right there? Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. Jesus Christ, Gannon. I don't know. I couldn't think of that. Didn't that break the Rooney Rule? Uh, no, because they'd been hired. They they'd interviewed. I think Eric Bieniemy had an interview there. Uh, Double E had an interview there. Did he really? Um, fairly certain Raheem Morris had an interview there. Oh, okay, I didn't hear about there, those. This guys. is right because you got to remember, like this, the interview process starts. Like, yeah, obviously Black Monday happens, and then the interviews start that right, week. Right. But look at how much like the Broncos dragged out the Sean Payton thing. Yeah. Sean Payton was the guy For the while. entire time. There was never anybody else. And the whole Jim Harbaugh thing was, knew it. was was just Walton throwing Jim Harbaugh a bone, letting Harbaugh use the Broncos as leverage against Michigan to get, to get more money. Peyton was the guy. He was always the guy. Remember when Peyton came on the set, Wild Card Weekend, wearing the orange uh, the, the orange tie with the blue shirt? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh. And they asked him about that. And they're like, did you know? He's like, yeah. Yeah. It was me the whole but, like, but Payne, I like that. But he said it. He said he was very it's coy me. about it. He didn't say obviously yes because he couldn't obviously admit that. Yeah, I was already the guy. I already knew I was the guy. But the only the only hang up was the compensation. You know right. what? Did the, what the Saints wanted for Sean Payton. So yeah, the Browns uh, were like, we're gonna throw the bag at you, kid. So and he's only making like seventeen, eighteen a year, which to me Who is cares? it doesn't count towards anything. It's nothing a year. Dude, for a coach. For yeah, that's. Wow, For a top five head coach in the league, yeah, Belichick's getting like twenty. I mean, what do you got? You got Belichick, Belichick, Reed, Belichick, Reed, and um, Tomlin's up there too. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm saying, but like, Pete Carroll's of, up there in terms of success. Tomlin, Reed, Pete Carroll. Yeah, true. Belichick. Uh, the other Harbaugh from Baltimore, pretty decent. Yeah, Harbaugh, he's pretty good. And then you know, you know, and then you start getting Sean Payton. Like Sean Payton's back in the mix. He's absolutely in Sean the Payton top. immediately jumps back in the top five. Yeah. Immediately, yeah, that's crazy. Sean Payton, I'm I'm the one that talked you into Sean Payton, and you're like, I don't know. I know because I wasn't sure about. I didn't know if I wanted to give up the first round pick because it was it Who wasn't cares? just well because it wasn't just initially it wasn't the first reports that came out when we had that conversation. Right. Great coach. To be fair to me, right, was it was going to be a first round pick, maybe more. In terms of like multiple first round picks, still, and I'm like, Ugh, he drafts I, and develops players well. I know, but you don't. I, I'm not a big fan. Like money is one thing, sure. Giving up draft capital is another, sure. But then again, I'm on team. Fuck those picks. There I don't you know go. what those picks are ever going to be. There you go. You know yeah. those those picks could be. They could be fucking. That could be the next. I, we could take the next Ashley Lee. I keep. I, I don't. I wouldn't. Who I wants keep that? telling you. I'm like. No look disrespect at those, to Ashley Lee. He was actually a great player. Look but, at those Saints yeah. rosters. Those Saints rosters were garbage. Most of the players because you had a top. You had like four or five, six, seven top end players like most teams. And the rest Michael of those Thomas, guys, you're Alvin like Camaro. 
Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. Go on. Uh, fucking uh, Cam Jordan. Four. Uh, the safety there that missed the tackle on, uh, on the Minneapolis. Is that Lattimore? Miracle. Lattimore. Five. I know I'm missing Darren Chopper. No, no, that's way before. That's way Well, before. he was. He was still Sean Payton. Yeah, no, I know, but that's like, dude, we're talking but, 14 but that's what years I mean. ago. Like, like, you're talking about in like his years. You need like that's, five dollars. Darren Sharper was 2009, 10. Like, that dude, that's 13, 14 Holy years shit. ago I now. Can't, I can't wrap my head around that. that like, I yeah, remember, I I know, remember dude, watching sucks. that Colts Saints Super Bowl. Fuck that game. And to think that that was 14 years ago. Heartbreaking. Is, to me, is just like, huh? Kids, kids that were just born are already in high school, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, you think of it that way, too. Who the fuck? Oh, yeah, you're right. You just got really depressed. You're like, oh, my God. God. This baby, was, this born. baby was born at that moment. He's already in high school. Damn, <laughs> old. Um, what was I was gonna say though? Uh, but no, he's a great, and that's why I kept telling you. I'm like, I'm like, thank you know God, what? I'm still a fucking monster on the bench because if I couldn't bench press much as much weight as I would, I would feel way older. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Harbaugh. I was like, he's gonna come in. He's gonna, he's gonna just decimate your defense. And I was like, Peyton is a guy that's gonna ma- maximize the most out of what he has on that team. And I'm like, and he's straight up with you. Like, he had dinner with him and Sierra and some fucking other, somebody else. Right, he's trying to get to know Russ a little better. Yeah, yeah he, he had dinner with him. He was, like, like he was basically like, hey, listen, like, if you want to win, we're going to do it my way. Yeah, no, you don't hey, have all these trainers coming yeah, in. Yeah, ain't going to be none of the, you're not getting no Alex Guerrero's. You're not getting your own pi- private fucking office and parking space and shit like that. Like, no, 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 no. You're you're a player on the team. You're and the that's what I love. Grunts, and bitch. you know what? If Russ doesn't want to abide by that and go with it, Listen, man, I'm already team, I'm already on Team Payton in this regard because I, I know Sean Payton is a proven winner. I know Russell Wilson can throw a football, but I also trust the fact that Sean Payton could find me basically anybody Any quarterback to or to throw a football. not just that, people want to play with Sean Payton. Look also, at, yes. Brady. Brady and him are trying to team together in Miami, and mm-hmm. Brian Flores fucked the whole thing You imagine thing if we end up fucking trading, like if Brady comes out of retirement, we trade oh. Russell Wilson to Miami, and we get Tom Brady. No I'll kill way. myself. <laughs> I'll fucking kill myself. Uh, I don't know about that. No, he's done. He I'll filed, be like, I'll be like, the papers. Yeah. yeah. JJ I, Watt, great comment. I don't know about all those papers. I ain't filing it, but I'm still retired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I would, I would absolutely fucking all. I'd be like, you know what, guys? It's been fun. I would kill myself right on air. But what happens if you won with you? What <laughs> would you do? I'd suck shot. I'd suck start a shotgun in a heartbeat. What happened if Brady, if that scenario ever happened and he won a Super Bowl if with Brady the Broncos, got his what would you in do? Denver? Oh my god! I, I would, dude. I would just, I would stop watching football. I'd quit. You take a laptop. To... I'd be like, well, <laughs> that was the end. Of yeah, that. that's one that you can't really celebrate. I'd be like, that was a fun chapter of my life. Thanks for ruining it, and um, I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> right behind, eating the medulla oblongata. You know, I don't want to feel anything. I want to make sure it's clean. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I would just, or maybe I would sepuka right on there. So like, dude, the Japanese uh-huh. fucking just like disembowel myself. <laughs> like, you, Tom Brady, you, you do to, this to me. <laughs> you have to take off your shirt first, and then break a pen, and then write in like those cursing on your. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they write. But yes, and then you disembowel yourself. Yeah, and I just that, that's how I would do it. If Brady won his eighth Super Bowl in Denver with Sean Payton, you don't have to worry about it. He's done, done, gone, gone forever. But then again, I say that now. But then I would probably by like week six, I'd be like, I have a five and one. Say so bad, be like, yeah. Say so bad, yeah. Uh, life's pretty good. We're winning. You know, <laughs> it's not about the name. It's about the it's about the name on the front, not about the one on the back. Bitch, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Biggest no show in Super Bowl history. The twenty twenty two Eagles defense, the twenty thirteen Broncos offense, or other. You had an other. 
I had Cam Newton. You had Cam Newton. But again, I could make the argument that Cam went up against a absolutely legendary, one of the probably top five defenses of all time in that 2015 Broncos uh, team. Shouldn't you show up a but little bit, though? What what was and I get and and that's why I put that's why I put the Eagles and the Broncos because the Eagles were record set they weren't record setting like they didn't pace the course you know they didn't beat the eighty four and the eighty five Bears in terms of sacks but they had the most sacks of any team in the modern era and I know they got the extra game spare me like whatever this is the world we're living in now I don't like it as much as anybody right. but they had the most sacks. You know, they had the most dominant defense. They were, I mean, what were they, like second or third in points allowed? Uh, points against, let's see, they were, oh, they were actually only eighth in points against, um, which is actually surprising for a, team, bad, for a team. But they were top ten in points against, but it was the number one in sacks. That was the biggest thing. And then to be number one in, the, in sacks in the league and then not get a single sack in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was hot. Just that seems to me like, like you're missing, like something was missing. And that's why I put them up against the 2013 Broncos because the Broncos, they obviously they scored, you know, they they set the record with whatever 600 points, whatever it was that year, yep. and uh, nobody and they they got one touchdown in the Super Bowl. To show you how bad Cam Newton was in the Super Bowl against Denver, he was 18 for 41, a 43 percent completion percentage, Jesus. 260 yards passing, one interception, no touchdowns, and took seven sacks for a loss of 84 yards. Oh, I remember. Jesus, that is horrific. That's what I mean. That's so he is, bad. And he was the MVP that season. He was the MVP. Yeah. He couldn't do a fucking thing. Now, yes, Denver had a phenomenal defense that year. Yep. Is the MVP held to nothing in the Super Bowl ever? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Warner in, in, in 01. No, he wasn't held to nothing. Kurt no, Warner nothing. had a good game. Four, 14 points. Yeah, I mean, he was held to 14 points, but he had a, he had a decent game stat-wise. Stat-wise, right. he put up yards, but he also had the pick six. He had some, and he had, you know, some pretty bad throws. Like he was when you think of that game, they weren't that good. He didn't or, lose that or game. Or what about Rich Gannon in 02? Had a horrible game. Uh, he was the MVP, though. He was, was the MVP that year, Rich Gannon? 02, so. yeah. He was? I'm 99.9% sure of it. Unless I, unless I misremember. Misremembering? Uh, uh, let's see, 2002. Say Rex Grossman had a yeah, pretty Rich bad Gannon, one too, right? Or are we talking about winners? Just yeah, winners. You're right. I know I'm right. I'm oh, always he's right. Old. He's old as shit. Wow. Uh, and then, all right, so let's go. Let's, I mean, run down the list. I mean, you know, you had, uh, all right, so Rich Gannon had a bad game. He was the MVP in that game. Um, let's see. Peyton was the MVP in 09. He didn't have a great game in that Super Bowl against the Saints, but he didn't have a bad well, one Well, I mean, besides the, the Tracy Porter pick six, that was right. pretty much it. Um, I mean, obviously, Brady was the MVP in, in 07. He had a pretty bad game against the Giants. Yeah, he had a meh game, exactly. All Very right. meh game. I mean, gave him the lead when it was, you know, go time, but that was that. Um, and then Matt Ryan was the, you know, he was the MVP in that. He had a good game though. He, he yeah. first half, he threw it out of the, out of the fucking end zone. I know, but you know, we all know how that turned out. Um, was Brady MVP in 17? No, no, he 17 was, not. was, who was MVP in 17? Brady was MVP in 15, wasn't he? No, uh, 15 was Cam. Yeah. Yeah. He was MVP in 17. Brady. Oh, and they lost, yeah. And they lost to Philly. But he had a great game. He had a great game. Most passing yards in Super Bowl history. Yeah, he threw, like, for five bills. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, you can go down the list. I mean, there's there's plenty of guys that have have been 
great regular season. So that's why I'm saying, like, I get what you're saying about Cam, but I'm I'm willing to give Cam the out because he went up again. It's not like Cam went up against just like, you know, he didn't go up against the the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles defense and get blown out. Right. No, he went up against the 2015 Broncos defense that you're putting up there with, you know, the 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens, uh, you know, the 04 Patriots, uh, the, I don't know, the fucking, the, the 08 Steelers. Yeah. You know what I mean? The 15 Broncos. I mean, right, the, right. The 2015 Broncos were in that category. The 02 Bucks. You know, like, yeah. those were great, lethal defenses. And you're putting the, Bron- the Broncos go in that category. This the can't you know? That's why like I don't know I can't I can't quite kill Cam Newton for for struggling against that defense. Uh, I think I remember just because everybody I mean because not it's not like it's not like they just went in there and they walloped Cam Newton. They beat the brakes off of Brady the week before. They hit him more times in a game than Brady's ever been hit. Sacked him more times in a game than he's ever been sacked, if I'm not mistaken. Intercepted him three times. They they did the same thing to Big Ben and the and the Steelers in the divisional round. I mean, it wasn't like they and and if I'm not mistaken, in 2015, those teams were the the Patriots were the number two offense in the league. No, they were the number three offense in the league. The Steelers, uh, the the Carolina Panthers were the number one, and the Steelers, I believe, were up there too, fourth. The third, fourth, and number one offenses in the NFL, the Broncos beat in succession. Right. Four, three, one in that order. That's a, to me, that's not like a, that's not a fluke. That's not like a, oh, okay, like this guy just, you know, he shit himself when it was, the lights were the brightest. No, he ran into a fucking buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. And the no fly zone with, with TJ Ward, Darian Stewart. Chris Harrison and and my homie Talib, that that defense, and then for, fucking forget about it, dude. You had D. Wolf, Malik Jackson, Demarcus Ware, Vaughn Miller, like Danny Trevathan. There was no weak spot on that Denver defense. You know, we talked a lot about how you know in that year when you know it was the Patriots and the Broncos, and and, and we had the regular season game in the snow and mile high, and then he was like, oh, Gronk got hurt. There was no Edelman. You know, Amendola was banged up. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And then they get them all back healthy for the for the ASU championship, and they actually do less. Wait, fifteen? Yeah, because was, they put up it was. No, uh, was that the year we lost all the guys? And I think that was the championship. We had nobody. No, that was thirteen. You're, you, that was thirteen. Thirteen was the year when you guys were trotting out like uh, when uh, a keep to leave got taken out by Wes Welker. No, that was the keep to leave. Yeah, yeah, but we'll hold on. No, no, a keep to leave played for us in fifteen. No, I'm saying 13, you were right, yeah. Yeah, I know um, I'm right. No, no the on. year 13 was the year you guys were trotting out like, God, what was that kid's name? It was like your number one fucking receiver, and he was terrible. Matthew Slater? No, it wasn't even Matthew Slater. He was worse, I think. Maybe Matthew Slater was your number one, but that was that was about as good as it got. You guys were you guys were struggling. Uh no, that was the game. That was the year because 20, 2015. It was, let's see, you guys scored 24 in, in Denver in, in in the regular season on that Sunday night game. Hold up, hold up, hold or up. Or Monday night game. Was it Monday night? No, Sunday night. It was Sunday night game. 
Fucking shit, come on. Trust me, 13 was the year that you guys had. No, that was the 27-16 game when Pot Roast had the big sack on Brady in the third quarter. Pot Roast. Remember? Come on, work with me here, Sean. I think so. Okay. All right, 774-992-8702. Moving on. Uh, let's get to all right. So we're we're done with the game. Biggest uh, biggest no show. Give us your calls. Give us your thoughts. Uh, the call was trash. I don't care what anybody says. That yeah, you said it right earlier, and I know we're getting off of this topic to go to the next topic. But I really want to say this as well. Like like you're watching the game thirty. Like it's not on nonstop shootout. All offense, no defense, basically the side. And then the game to end like that. It's like such a sour taste. taste it really did, and it just. It made me wake up Monday morning going, that could have been one of the greatest Super Bowls. Like, you know, you go back to, like, Patriots-Panthers. Great Super Bowl. You know, uh, outstanding game. Uh, you know, Patriots-Seahawks, outstanding game. You know, I hate to say it, Patriots-Falcons. I mean, not a great game, but an epic comeback. It had a, right. a great story, a great right. feel to it. Uh, you know, Philadelphia-New England, great game. Uh, you, you, there was this, this had the ability to be that good of a game like like i'm sorry rams Bengals. i thought was a great game last year but again the mm. refs got in the way at the end and you're like what the fuck like under two minutes again can we just can we stop you know like like colt saints great fucking game yeah uh which r.i.p larry coyer by the way uh, passed away this week oh uh, so shit former defensive coordinator for those 09 saints uh i'm sorry for the colts actually he was the uh, yep. uh defensive coordinator for the colts in 09 uh, longtime Broncos defensive coordinator as well. Passed away 75 years old this year, so uh, this week. Uh, which So rest in peace, Larry Coyer. Uh, big fan. Big fan of Larry Coyer. You know who else is a big fan of Larry Coyer? Ian Gold. My motherfucking man. Oh, Ian yeah. Gold was one of my favorite fucking players. You can come in the huddle and be like, he telling somebody, he letting y'all loose right now. Somebody get the fuck home. And I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, Drew Brees goes down. Boom, Drew Brees goes down. Boom, Drew Brees throws a pick six to Champ Bailey. Bang. Season saved. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, but let's get into a little bit of uh, this Derek Carr thing because this is going to send shockwaves throughout the entire NFL. Uh, this is going to be major. Sean, um, you kind of had the inside track on this. Okay. So earlier you, today. You take it away. The Oakland Las Vegas Raiders, they released Derek Carr. Now you're saying to yourself, well, that makes sense. You know, the last two weeks of the season, he didn't play. They sent him home. Uh, seems pretty easy to understand, right? So the Raiders, relators, uh, the Raiders released him today. The relators. I can't speak English tonight. I'm really stuttering with my words tonight. So they released him early today, and you think, okay, well, they save about $29 million in cap space, which gives the Raiders roughly $50 million. Why is this important? This all sounds good. The thing is, is that the Raiders could have traded him before today's deadline, which they would have owed him, I think, 30 or $40 million. So they cut him today, but by cutting him and not trading him, they take a bigger cap hit. So he refused to accept a trade. Now, he's likely going to sign on with, um, you know, possibly the Colts. Carolina. Carolina, Colts, but the favorite is the Saints. Don't No, not the Colts. Favorite is the Saints. No. And so. I would love him in Indy. He no, spent, no, no, he spent no. two days with the no, Saints. No, 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 no. More than likely getting releases right to the Saints, but the Saints would have traded for him. And he said, I'm not accepting any trade, no matter what. That screws over the uh, – I keep saying Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders. The biggest thing that you have to understand about that is is that the team suffers now because 
Now they have to take that $50 million in cap space they have, and they have to designate a good amount of it to a quarterback. So you have Josh McDaniels. You have Mark Davis. Mark Davis, by the way, who shaved his head today. Did you see that? I did. Bald. He, he did you ri- fall asleep just now? No, I, he got rid of that yee-ass haircut. Let me, let me see how He's completely bald. Really? Mark Davis, yeah, completely bald. He looks better. Well, that's about He's like Stone Cold Steve Austin now. He looked terrible before. With so. the bull haircut, for sure. So, now they're going to have to designate money to a quarterback. And you think if they go up to Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to ask anywhere between 25 and $30 million. Big money. As yeah. a, 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 a known, I told you. As a known like journeyman at this point, yeah. Or if uh, if you go on like our Durant caller, or I think Shane is in the chat as well. If you believe the Aaron Rodgers stipulation, Aaron Rodgers is going to command forty million dollars just for this season. Damn. Okay? So you're talking about all of your cap space now going to a quarterback position. Yeah. And you have so many holes in this Raider team to fix. So I thought that was a nice little f u from Derek Carr to the to the Raiders franchise one last time. No, it, you know. I highly that, agree. That's what, come, that's what oh, came it, across it, to me. It, it definitely, yeah, especially just trashed them like they did when they trashed them the way they did. I was like, "Ah, oh, you fucking scumbags!" And <laughs> just because, and, and just to add more fuel to the fire, the Raiders somehow leaked some information about Derek Carr today. Yep. Uh, those internally that work in the Raiders organization said Carr isn't tough enough to hang in the pocket, and he's not a good uh, player in cold weather. Right. Now, how does that leak out internally from the Raiders? Nah, On the day they're going to release him, before he gets released, yeah. that's like kind of like a, oh, yeah, you fucked us. Like, we're going to try to secretly fuck you as well. Yeah, we're going to give you absolutely no, ca- like, no, like, uh, you know, clout coming out of here like you're a good player. And then we're going to trash you. That way you get signed by peanuts from some shit squad. <laughs> so he's probably definitely going to the Saints. That's that's my take. My take yeah. is he's 100% going to be a New Orleans yeah. Saint. Hey, not bad for him as if they retain Michael Thomas and Kamara, but I don't know. Michael Thomas is gone. He's already out. Michael Thomas is gone. Kamara's probably staying because they have no players. Yeah. That's just me. I wouldn't mind him in Indy. I'll take them both. Well, I don't. I'll take them both, dog. Yeah, we haven't seen Michael Thomas in about two years. I know. It's been a while. All last season and it most of the season before that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah. yeah. If it's not a vet min or a very cheap contract, I don't think I'm interested at all. Yeah. Well, I'm saying look get at, him on the cheap. Prove yourself. Let's get look, back to look business. Look at Deshaun. Deshaun had no injuries. Deshaun was basically gone for two years, and he came back with the with the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Browns, and he looks like shit. Yeah, I know. That happens, though. And his last year or two in, in, in Houston, he looked really good. You can't you can't take anybody from the NFL, which is the top of the top of your game. If you're not constantly honing your craft, you're you're falling behind. And lot. you're talking about Michael Thomas, who had Achilles and ankle problems, and he's going to come back after two years of not playing. I don't know. I don't see it. Mm. No, you never know. He's a flyer. You know I mean? Someone's going to take a flyer on him. He may be good. He may be bad. That's a flyer. That's all right. he is at this point. Right. And what is he? Thirty. It's death for wide receivers. Is he? Huh? Is that old now? Hold on, I gotta, I gotta look up how old. Michael I don't Thomas know is. how old Michael Thomas is. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I could. So we're I mean, go, we're I gonna look at wrong. Slant Boy. I, I don't know, man. I. Yeah, he's I gonna be. The, he's gonna be thirty. Is it? Oh, wow. March thirty turns thirty. March. 30 that is the th- wrong time. Turns thirty. That is the wrong time to turn thirty. Other guys who have uh, declined since hitting thirty: Jarvis Landry. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, Amari Coop, Amari Coop is 27. I thought that fucking dude was 35. Speaking of another, he went to Cleveland, did absolutely nothing. Yeah, Amari Coop, yeah. Yeah, died. He's back. He's still in Dallas, right? 
No, he's in Cleveland. He was in Cleveland last year. They traded his ass there. Oh, they got rid of him. He traded him to Cleveland. He gained 40 pounds. Who the hell am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of CeeDee Lamb. Never mind. <laughs> oh, my God. CeeDee Lamb is like, like half his weight. I'm like, who's that big time? I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, they did get rid of him. I forgot. I'm like, yeah, that's why Amari Cooper was absolutely fucking no way this year. But that's just how Cleveland rolls anyway. But Big time. Worst organization in, in the NFL. But. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get this picture of Mark Davis, but like, this is not. You're so, still so, trying that? No, it's it's just something's not cooperating. I mean, he looks horrible, but better than his fucking bowl cut. I'll tell you that. I'm glad to see him out of that because that bowl cut was absolutely hideous. Looks like that kid with that school picture. Remember, like, the kid in, like, third grade with the fucking crooked-ass bowl cut? Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. It's got, like, the missing tooth. The, the but he was, uh, he was a, a, you know, a rich kid. Comes from a rich family. He didn't yeah. really care what people perceived him as. Yeah, fuck it. He owns Raiders. Now they got to figure I'm out. I'm only taking so much time on this because it's absolutely worth it. All right, here we go. I mean, yeah. It looks Did you finalize good. it yet? Did you get it in there? He's getting there. Yeah. I can see, yeah. I don't know what. What he's wearing, but <laughs> he's wearing a whiteout suit. Yeah. Listen, it's this. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be going through this if it wasn't worth it. He looks like Kingpin right. from Spider-Man. There we go. Okay. Oh. All right. Here we go. All right. Ready? You ready for this? Twenty-one left. Ready for this? This is Mark Davis now, without the yee-ass haircut. He actually looks like a grown man. He looks like an adult. About time. Probably some of his advisors and family were just uh, like, "You look like shit." Man. They were. They were probably just like, "Dude, you you gotta you gotta knock it off with the haircut." The bowl cut was bad. Do we do we, we want to? Uh, was it a wig? Was that whole thing a wig the whole time? Man, imagine that. Because that hair was pinpoint straight. And I blonde. mean, he looks much much better. Yeah, that bowl cut was horrific. He looks maybe much was, better. Maybe it was a wig. There. Yeah, maybe people actually, when they're talking to him, will take him seriously now. You know. Well, he looks more intimidating too. Like the bangs, well, like a, I don't know what he's doing with the bangs here. Red bangs. If you have bangs as a grown man, no one's taking you seriously. Yeah, he looked terrible. I mean, Bald, everyone's intimidated. Yeah. This is. I mean, look, look, let's just let's just do this real quick. You know, he should have got he should have got flame tattoos nope. on his bald head. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Looking like a complete badass, like Harley. Yeah, he'd Davidson, go potty like, with Jim Irsay and do blow and whatever the hell. Go to coaches' houses for twelve it. hours yeah. and do blow in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know what he's doing with these bangs here in this picture. Right, like he looks so much better without the hair. Like just embrace it, dog. Like come on, like you, you're. Imagine if he did it by accident. He was like, "Oh, I accidentally cut my hair too short." Imagine, so. imagine if he went to like cut his own bangs. He cut him crooked. He was like, "I'll just shave Fuck. it and start over." Fuck. <laughs> that that's what. That's what probably what happened. Fuck. I did that in sixth grade. I went to like trim my own bangs a little bit, and I like went clip, and I was like, "Oh no!" You went clip, clip, clip. Yeah, yeah, because I had the I had the bowl cut in sixth grade. You know what I mean? I was I was rocking the bowl cut pretty good. I think everybody did. And uh, right. yeah, dude, I I rocked that shit hard as fuck. And uh, but anyway, uh, it was yeah. He looks a lot better without it. But um, where do you think like he they Derek Carr just fucked the Raiders pretty bad. And now the big question becomes is, who is Derek Carr going to bequeath his Carolina skills Carolina. to? I don't see Carolina. I really do see the Saints. He spent the two Saints full make, days the Saints, with the Saints make a lot of sense because they got and their, it's a dome, a rebuild, mm. which goes in line with what the Raiders were saying internally. How he struggles in cold weather, right, 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 he's right. mentally weak. All the you know the the hit piece the hit piece uh, w- was in full effect for him. Didn't his didn't the former Raiders coach go to go to uh, New Orleans? 
Dennis Allen, the guy who drafted him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go play for his old coach. Bingo. I mean, it makes the Saints make a shit ton of sense. I think Durant actually said the Saints uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He called he called to the Saints. Yeah, I believe he did. But don't be surprised. I mean, with you know, new the new finally you got a new coach in, in Indianapolis. Now he might know what he wants. Yeah, and let's make I don't some know, trades, do, baby. Do, they, do the Colts go with CJ Stroud? Do they, you know, perhaps go with Bryce Young? Do they do they, I or do they bring in, seeing this this coach come they, in and groom his own? New or do they kid? try to salvage what they've got left on that roster in terms of talent and bring in Derek Carr? Because I no, feel like Derek I don't Carr think, makes sense. I don't think Derek Carr goes to the I think he I think he's dead set on, on New Orleans. Like I said, I would rather have CJ Stroud. Well, I mean the ball is hundred percent in his court now. For sure. Even though he told the Raiders, like, Oh, you're gonna trade me there? I'm not accepting it. And they were like, Fudge. Fuck. <laughs> we'll trade you first. But they didn't say fudge. No. No. They said the big <laughs> F. Daddy's F- gonna F- kill Ralphie. Yeah. Um and he fucked him. They fucked him. So it was good. Jeez. But uh I'm excited to see where Carr ends up because that is going to shake up yeah. a lot. And you know what? Honestly, it takes the Raiders straight out of contention now. Absolutely. Like, the Raiders now are, I, I mean, I don't even, uh, that's, that's laughable. Laughable to think the Raiders I are going to win I feel bad for six, Devontae Adams. I, I can't, I can't Actually, even. Actually, no, I don't. Unless they get Aaron Rodgers, I can't see the Raiders right. winning five games next year. Right. That's going to be a rough one. I mean, what are they? What are they going to get? You know, they get Jimmy Garoppolo. So, yeah. which Sean called? Who's going to play? I three called games. a year ago. He's going to play three like, games. Right, the day they hired Josh McDaniels, you said enjoy Carr while you got him because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be your guy he, for the Raiders fans. Josh, and, and the pieces loves, are falling and, into place. No, right Josh now. loves. And Jimmy's Jimmy going to come in. Loves he's he's going to play five to eight games, and he's going to win you. Four to six of those. I and guarantee. Watch him. Watch uh, McDaniel's go out. Get Jimmy Garoppolo. He'll sign Jacoby Brissett, and then he'll have Jarrett Stidham. Those are gonna be the three quarterbacks for the Oakland Raiders next year. Hmm. Would you be surprised? No, I'm almost confident of it. Because Josh <laughs> McDaniel's falls in love with guys, and even though if any, nobody else can see it, everyone else is like, "Why the fuck why? is he? Is why is Brandon Bolden getting started? Like minutes? Kyle Orton? Yes, yes, and then. Tim Tebow, he falls in love with these guys. And All right, like, Tim oh. Tebow, I can see. Tim Tebow was majestic <laughs> as fuck. I know, but dude, later in his career, Wait, did you like, ever? Right. Did you ever watch Tim Tebow play under John Fox? I mean, My come on. My God, is an awesome guy. <laughs> <laughs> all practice. Tim um, Tebow. Tim Tebow is the greatest American hero. You, you mentioned the quarterback situation for the Colts, and and it jogged my memory because I was in the car early and I was listening to like a podcast, and they said, and it was Pat, it was Pat McAfee, and Pat said, um, they had the uh, Jim Irsay on live as he was introducing Shane. Yeah. And Jim Irsay goes, "We're drafting a quarterback first. and he goes, "I don't think Chris Ballard really appreciated that answer because he just stared at Jim Irsay like, yeah. <laughs> you told everyone what we're doing, you stupid bastard, <laughs> like." Or maybe it was just a head fake, and Chris Ballard was told to just, hey, look at me like I'm an asshole. I'm going to say this. And mm. I know I'm giving <laughs> Jim Irsay a lot of credit here, but isn't, isn't Jim Irsay good friends with Vince McMahon, though? Like, couldn't they, you know, Vince be, like, in Jim Irsay's ear being like, God damn it, pal. Do it this way. If yeah. you do it this way. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm happy it. about the head Trust coach. Me. I'm glad we got You, you should be. As a Colts fan today, you should be fucking stoked. Yeah. You should be just as stoked. I mean, not just as stoked. I but can't wait for the draft, and we'll see what we do. You, you should be. Who's your OC? They don't know yet. He hasn't hired his staff. They you know, just hired the. Who they should go after? Hmm. The former Jets head coach, who I think is immensely talented. He used to be the, the quarterback's coach for Peyton Manning. What's his name? 
Look like when when he got when he got introduced to the Jets head coach, look like he was like high on coke when he was like looking all around the room. Oh, Adam Gase. I think Adam Gase is phenomenal oh, offensively. Well, he was the OC in Denver. Yeah, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I yeah. said quarterbacks coach. That was my mistake. That's why I was like, but I, but I think coach, Adam Gase would be a phenomenal OC. I wouldn't hate that. No, Adam Gase would be great. I mean, I mean, look, I, I, talk about a tale of two two different uh, two different introductory head uh, head coaching press conferences. Nick Sirianni had almost as cringy of a opening press conference as Adam Gase did, and yet Adam Gase got uh, uh, Nick Sirianni. Excuse me, got his team to the Super Bowl. So what are we all looking at? What's going on? 116, 116. Um, How are the Celtics Sam with nobody Ho- playing? Sam Hauser just jade a 29-foot three-pointer. What the with fuck seven, is happening? With, with seven seconds left, Hauser just jade a 29-foot three. The Celtics to, have to nobody playing. Up, to tie it up. Wait, Milwaukee's got last possession? <laughs> they were, it's, there's three seconds left right now in the fourth. It's tied 116, 116. Milwaukee's possession? Yeah. Yes. Wow, give it to the freak. Let him do his thing. Dude, Bucks how is the game out. this close with the Celtics have no players? Because... Because it's regular season basketball. You guys know. have to fucking remember. The only team, the teams that win in the regular season are the teams that, like, give a shit. The teams that know they're good and are like, yeah, whatever, it's just a formality. We don't really fucking care. Whatever. Yeah, you can have the one seed. I mean, how many times did Cleveland cough up the fucking one seed when LeBron went back to the Celtics just being like, yeah, we don't fucking care. We're going to beat you anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, we're not losing to you in a seven-game set, so we really don't give a fuck if we play right, in your house right. or ours. We'll be the two, the three, four. I don't give a flying fuck. If we get LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, it's not a big deal. Right. <laughs> uh, we're going to win. And then they did. And they went out and they were like, yeah, we won. So, cool. Um, yeah, no, regular season basketball. Is such a, that's why I don't even get – I don't even watch regular season basketball anymore. Like, the, all, the trade deadline was last week. The, the all-star break is this week. Next week, eh, next month, March 1st is basically when basketball season starts. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm really believing in the Celtics team. Oh, You're believing? I'm believing in them. Overtime. Oh, going to OT? Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I, I mean, besides the tonight, did the freak Did the freak get horrendously fouled at the rim and they no, didn't call Chris, it? No, Chris Middleton went up for the shot, missed a 16-foot jumper. I don't know. What a this bitch. This team just like it has like that feel to it. Like when you watch them, it just it just seems effortless when, when they play right now. And I'm yeah. like, uh, it feels a little bit more. It's I, fool's gold, my friend. Okay, I'm disagreeing fool's. this year. <laughs> Other years, I've been like, it doesn't feel it, doesn't feel it. This year, it feels like there's something there. Because they want to break your heart a little extra hard. Well, sure. If they break my heart, I'm like, yeah, I fucking fell for it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, just to touch on the. Uh, the Cardinals hiring of uh, Jonathan Cannon. Uh, I can't Cannon. tell you how much I hate that hire. That's, That's a, a terrib- horrible hire. Why would you hire the guy who's couldn't get his team to get a sack in the Super Bowl after leading the league, being the third most sacks in NFL history? Right. I, I, I just don't understand that. But again, this is why bad teams stay bad, and this is why the Arizona Cardinals stay bad. I'm sure, you know, Kyler Murray, you know, he, he got on his stepladder and – Voiced his opinion very thoroughly. This is who I want. Huh? Yeah, I'm so proud of him uh, squatting that weight. Oh, day it was fantastic! <laughs> that was probably my favorite thing that has ever been posted on our page. I'm not going to. You know, I'm so glad Miguel was unbanned after 30 days. I didn't even know he was banned. <laughs> we we missed Miguel, our intern. I know. I saw a couple of posts. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Our name. Our How faceless the fuck intern. Did it get get banned? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All of a sudden, it's, it's like... It's Facebook in 2023. You he's like, I'm back. Banned. You can like, get banned for literally anything. I mean, I could sit here and be like, hey, you know, 
Uh, there's literally a modern day Chernobyl event going on in uh, East Palestine, yeah. Ohio, right now. Which First of all, I I've, thought- I've known about for the last like eight or nine days or whatever because yeah. I actually follow the news well, and I've pay only attention known about to stuff. It for, like the last three or four days. But first of all, right, I, because I the mainstream today, media hasn't covered it at, at all. all. And then people's like animals are just dying in their backyard. Do you see that? Yeah, just straight like woman's like I yeah, have vinyl eight. chlorine. She's like I have eight chickens. She goes because I came outside to see them. They're all dead. Yeah, dogs dead. Cats dogs, dead. cats yep. dead. And Foxes woman, dead. And the woman had Rabbits, a great point. Fish, the fish are said, turning up belly up in rivers. Yeah, and the woman said, if this is happening to our pets in three days after minor exposure, imagine what's going to happen to us in five years. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, everyone's gonna have massive cancer. This is like this is like their Chern- Chernobyl, like as everyone's saying. This is this is a modern day Chernobyl, and but you know. Pete Boot Edge Edge is uh, too Bootage. busy, too Bootage. busy, too busy saying how construction crews are racist um, because there's not enough minorities on them. Uh, you know, he's, he can't be can't be bothered with this. But um, uh, I, I digress. That's some scary shit. Pete Buttigieg Edge might be the most useless, idiotic politician Fucking I have God. ever seen, and that says a lot when you're comparing him to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. I mean, Kamala Harris is probably up there today talking about like, don't oh, you see. love yellow school buses? Did you think I raise your hand if you love yellow school buses? <laughs> did you think when you first heard the news, like someone was fucking with you? Because I did not know there was an East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, I did actually. I knew about that. So I am like, I only, oh, here I, it comes. Only, Some Middle East <laughs> joke. I only know that because I am in a group chat with a bunch of buddies that, that live in like, Ohio. Live in Ohio, so totally different. But East Me, Palestine, like you know, basically like East Ohio is like it butts up against West Virginia. And that's like bumpkin country out there. Like, I mean, hardcore yokels. And uh, they, you know, they basically make fun of them. But yeah, no, it's a bunch of blue. It's a blue collar town uh, that primarily voted for Trump. And they blew up a whole, you know, can, you know, five train cars worth of horrendously toxic gas. And they're like, meh, if they die, they die. Oh, well. Oh, well. If if they die, they die. die. Um, But yeah, no, if you're you're not up to date on the uh, East Palestine train accident. And, you know, you know the FBI has has investigated, like, over a thousand train derailments in the last, like, two years or something like that. Why, because our infrastructure is shit? No, the FBI has investigated them as uh, uh, potential terrorist attacks, like uh, people planting things on the tracks to... To jump the trains, to derail the trains, right. like on really? purpose. Yeah, like just in East Washington alone, there's been like a hundred. There was like a hundred last year. Uh, East Washington, uh-huh. Washington State. Where I get East Washington from, I don't know. Uh, East Palestine is what I was thinking of. But uh, in Washington State alone, there was like a hundred FBI investigations into trains jumping the track yeah. and. People citing like you know d- domestic terrorism or t- terrorist uh, like basically looking at it as as a terrorist attack, right? Uh, trying to disrupt our infrastructure. You know why do you think these uh, these Chinese spy balloons are flying over our country? Do you think maybe possibly they're looking they're trying to study our infrastructure and look for weak points and places to attack that you know if China it did in fact invade Taiwan that they could look at and they could say okay we're gonna drop a bomb on this railroad track and this highway and this canal and put them out of business and that'll be really tough then for them to move things the way they need to in order to fight us in Taiwan. You know, just throwing it out there. I'm just asking questions. I'm not a fucking... I truly appreciate the Budweiser blimp going to China and and showing them who's boss. I think they Uh, should take that that Trump uh, balloon that they had in the UK of him with the diaper and the baby and the rattle and everything and they just fly that over China. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, yo, y'all mad? Yeah. and you know it, 
I don't know. That would that it, it would have to be launched from Kekistan, but it, whatever. It would be worth it. Be dope. All right, let's get into uh, it's top of the hour. I promise you guys some betting talk. So let's get into some betting stuff. Um, when it comes to betting on NASCAR, now obviously we're going to talk about NASCAR for betting because obviously sports betting now is legal in Massachusetts. Next month, I think they're going to be launching the uh, apps are going to start being allowed in March. March tenth. March tenth. So we're going to have start being able to just hop on an app, FanDuel, sports, but whatever. I'm telling you, I'm. We should reach out to a couple places because. We get enough views and enough stuff, like, people can give us a promo code. I'm good. Hey, why don't you grab is, two, you dummy? Is, is this guy on vacation? Yeah. Is this guy on vacation? Is he on vacation? Yeah. No, I'm on vacation. He's not on vacation? No. He's on his regular days off. He's just living his life. He's like, he fell asleep with the mic. I was like, you fall asleep? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you are all right. <laughs> We did stay up kind of late playing Call of Duty last night, so he just fell asleep for like five seconds. I'm like, "You all right?" And he goes, "Yep." <laughs> I was like, "That's not good." You answered that fast. Um, so next month we're gonna start. You're gonna start to be able to be, uh, bet online legally with the apps, and and I can't wait for that because I'm looking forward to betting on some NASCAR stuff. So if you're going to be betting on this weekend's race, which is the Daytona 500, which is the Super Bowl of NASCAR, which is the Super Bowl of auto racing, okay, this is the biggest event, the biggest racing event of the year even if you don't like nascar you don't love nascar i highly advise you if you like motorsports and you like fun and action this is one of the i'll say top this is one of the four races a year that you want to watch right mm-hmm. For so sure. i know shit about nascar they run it so they, i know dotana daytona is like do, the, dotana dotana Dotana. I, I am struggling today. I think I'm sleep deprived massively. I I thought I'm going to be sleep deprived in a couple hours because I got a flight to catch two day. Dotana. I have I have a child who will not sleep and is killing us softly. Daytona. <laughs> I have a child. They said Daytona. It would be fun. They said love it. I wouldn't give it up. I know you right wouldn't. now. My mind is like mush. says every, no. You sound like every parent ever. They're like of course of course. Oh no, it's the greatest thing I'd ever do. But God damn it, I am miserable. <laughs> and you wake up in the middle of the night. You're just like I don't know why I would go. I would go Everyone's like, what are you saying? It's yeah. like. Don't you want cheeseburgers? It's 3 a.m. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just here. I'm just I'm, here. I'm, I'm that show I think you should leave where I'm the main character, and I just cry at random times in life, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. I just want to know if any of these ghosts just bust out of the wall. I'm not going to finish the rest of that skit, but I love so, that show. If you don't watch NASCAR, and I know a lot of people don't, especially in this corner of the country, because they're not, it's, this is, let's face it, we're not a big motorsports area of the country, right? You, you get in, you get, not start, really. you get, you get down into Pennsylvania, you know, even like Connecticut, it, it, you know, that's as far as you got to go. All of a sudden you get to Connecticut, like Tom, the fallout zone. Like Thompson Speedway, <laughs> and, and, you know, Thompson Speedway in Connecticut is a fucking phenomenal place to go see some short track, you know, Saturday night short track racing. Uh, you get in New York, there's big time dirt racing and and, and uh, short right, track right. racing. Excuse me. And the further you go south, it's just it's Delaware Im- it's embedded. And and yeah. It's embedded. So I know we don't do a lot of it up here. So I'm gonna help you guys, and I'm gonna start betting on NASCAR, and I'm gonna start you know kind of following this and making sure that you know when you come on row one seat one, you'll get some sound betting advice uh, because I know that you know NASCAR might not be something you love and want to follow. 
but it is definitely something that degenerates will bet on. And I know that because we have a resident degenerate 100%. who calls me all the time and asks me, hey, what do you think of this race? What do you think of these guys? So oh, yeah. the rule the rule of thumb when you are betting on NASCAR, right? there, okay, so there are two tracks, Talladega and Daytona, mm-hmm. that are very similar. They're both uh, – Daytona is a 2.5-mile trioval. Talladega is 2.66 miles, slightly right. bigger, a little bit wider, a little heavier banks a little bit faster than Daytona, but both pretty much the same thing. Uh, but they're both super speedways. They're both restricted plate races, meaning there's a lot of pack racing. There's a lot of close quarters. You know, you're running two, three wide uh, a lot of the time, and they produce a lot of first-time winners because, as you know, most of the major wrecks, the iconic wrecks that you see in, in right. NASCAR come from these super speedways. You know, the, the 20... 15 20 car pileups yeah the flips man well back in the day back in the day but you know the rollovers the blowovers all that kind of stuff they come from daytona and talladega what do you guys watch the Celtics game yeah it's unbelievable right now oh i don't give a fuck i know you don't give a shit i'm not really i'm just glancing over but i'm paying attention grayson allen it's regular season basketball i couldn't care less um that being said if you're gonna bet at any of the on these on these four races because there's there's February which is the uh, NASCAR season kickoff which is the Daytona 500 for those yep. that don't know and then you have the, the reg- big boy the, the regular season finale NASCAR is a playoff mm-hmm. uh, the regular season finale which is the final weekend the final Saturday of August usually August 28th 29th somewhere in there uh, also at Daytona you know two races at Talladega one in uh, I think this year it's in early May usually late April early May. And then uh, sometime early mid October, which is the playoff race. So you have two races, so four races at these tracks. The key to betting at these tracks, it, because they produce the most first time winners of any track on the circuit. Yeah. So you have more guys that will come to Daytona and Talladega and win their very first and maybe their only race in some cases uh, at these tracks. Now, my rule of thumb for betting at these tracks is I don't take anybody unless they're plus 3,000 or better. Why? Because you you really don't know. Like, Ryan Blaney right now is on the top of the leaderboard in terms of odds. He's plus 1,000. So Ryan Blaney right now is the leader in the clubhouse. Now, keep in mind, we haven't qualified. We haven't run any laps here. We have no idea how these cars are running. But Ryan Blaney drives for Penske, drives the number 12 car. Excellent driver, great on super speedways. He's been at the end in a lot of these finishes. He's been close a lot of times. Denny Hamlin's number two, three-time Daytona 500 winner. Okay. Kyle Busch, also excellent driver, now driving for Richard Childress uh, this year, Richard Childress Racing. Chase Elliott, former champion. Kyle Larson, both drive for Hendrick. Joey Logano, another Penske driver. So you got those guys going off. Blaney and Hamlin at plus 1,000. Busch, Elliott, Larson, plus 1,200. Logano, and then Ross Chastain, the Hail Water, the, the the Hail Melon. Ross Chastain, that's my that's, that's my dog. That's right my boy there. right there. Uh, the watermelon farmer from Florida. He's the going off a plus sixteen hundred. He's a melon farmer. Now you go down the list and you'll find some notable names. You know, Bubba Wallace, a lot of name, a lot of people know. Not a great driver, but he does show out on super speedways. He does show up. And he does run very well. Yeah. His one and all uh, is only uh, he's only won twice in his career. Once was at Talladega, the other was at uh, at Kansas. Uh, he's he's a good, but he's a great super speedway right, driver. Like there is, there's elements to this thing, right? So you have super speedways where basically you're flat out all day and you're trying to pick lines and find 
find what the fastest line is and, and basically be in the right place at the right time when you can make your move. Bub is extremely efficient at doing that. No one, I'm not going to take that away from him. He's always been a great super speedway driver. He's brought up in Hueytown, Alabama, hometown of my favorite driver, Davey Allison. Also got his first win on a super speedway, dominant super speedway driver. One day, Tona Talladega numerous times. Uh, then you go down the list, right? And now you get into the meat of it, right? So I like, like I said, I like to go in the plus 3,000 to 3,500 range because those are the drivers where they, you know, those, those are the guys that are going to give you the most payout. But they right. also have, but at these races, they have just as good a chance as winning as Denny Hamlin and Ryan Blaney. The guys at the top. Yeah, they, because Daytona doesn't give a shit about anything like i picked for example last year during the august race i i wanted to put down 100 bucks on uh austin dillon mm -hmm. because he was going off at plus 3500 uh which i don't even see him on this list right now where is he at uh no that's austin Sindrick. austin dillon plus 3000 right okay perfect perfect example I love Austin Dillon right here. Austin Dillon knows how to, he, he's driving for children. He knows he's got a, so you know he's got a good car. He's a good super speedway driver. Uh, you, he's got long odds. So you're going to get the most bang for your buck if he happens to come through the wreck at, you know, going into turn four and be the first guy out of it. You know, and that's all it really comes down to is you know, whoever's leading on the last lap going into turn three is in the worst position in it's all fucked, the sports. Right. You're, you're basically a sitting duck, and you know you're either going to have to throw the block of your life or you're going to get wrecked before you get back you're to the start-finish yeah. line. It happens yep. all the time. Look at Ryan Newman a couple of years ago in, in 2020, the final major sporting event before COVID shut the country down, uh, when we all thought Ryan Newman died in front of our eyes the way he got popped. Uh, coming across the star finish line. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was three years ago. Ended up finishing yeah. sixth. Holy shit. Yeah, ended up no, finishing right. sixth in that race. Uh, but it was, you know, it was a violent wreck. It was a terrible wreck. I thought he died uh, right there because of the way he got hit. Yep. But that's what you have to expect when you come that's to right. these super speed races. That's right. He got hit under the, on the roof. On the driver's side. On the driver's under where he flipped, right? And he yeah. got hit upside down. Yeah. When he was upside down ups and basically got pop-shotted into the air like yeah, a pitching wedge. Right on his roof, everything, right on his side. I do yep. remember that. That was fucked. And it's funny because there was a roll bar that they call – there's a, a new bar that they installed on the chassis right over the driver's head. Yeah, the head Newman bar. Called the Newman bar that essentially he had, he had lobbied for three years earlier, and they made it a rule, and now all the cars had to have it, and that bar ended up saving his life. That's crazy. And yeah, then, uh, because he because if you ever go back and watch Ryan Newman's history at Daytona and Talladega, <laughs> he ends up on his roof a lot it's for a whatever reason. Yeah. He has a really terrible track record. That it's no sucks. pun intended yeah. at those tracks. Um, but so you, wait for, for payouts for NASCAR. Say I take a, a plus three thousand. Anybody will be plus three thousand or more. When do I get paid out? Is it fi top five, top two, top winning. one only? Winning only? Yeah. I, I so it's like this fucking is... roulette. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Shit. So. Now, depending on your app, like if it's anything like, you know, if your your sports book will allow you like, you know, you can uh, place and show like in, in the Kentucky Derby, like you can bet like, oh, they're going to be one, three, you know, one, two or three, that kind of thing. I don't know. Like, I don't know how any of that works, especially with all these new sports books and, and everything. Like, I haven't even begun to delve into this. All I know is I like these odds. And if you're looking at guys right now to bet on, if you want good, decent, long odds. Oh, they lost. Coming up for this weekend's race, I like Austin Dillon at plus 3,000. 
I like uh, Ty Gibbs at plus 3,500, who Ty Gibbs is a rookie this year. But, again, Daytona has, has a knack for creating storylines and, and making things like uh, you know, making things happen that you've never seen before. So Ty Gibbs, who is Joe Gibbs' grandson, guess that Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, well, the well, Joe Gibbs was into racing before he came back to football. Yes, and then no. he came back. No, no, no. He got into football. He left football to get into racing. Gotcha. And then he came. Yeah, no. Then he did come back, right? In 06, 07. Yeah, he did. He yeah. came back for a couple of years. Came back for a couple of years. Um, Michael McDowell is a guy I would look at. I would I would take a heavy look at. And then you start getting into some really long odds. And if you want to get some serious long odds. My favorite guy is Corey LaJoy, and he's going off at, off at plus 10,000. What the fuck? So Corey, Drop 100 on him. Corey LaJoy is a guy that I just, I've liked him his whole career. His, he's, he's racing royalty. His, his family's been in it. But he's going off at plus 10,000. And again, he was, he was, close, uh, he was close to winning uh, back, I believe it was in Atlanta. In the it was either the spring race or the or the second race in Atlanta. I can't remember which one, but he was like running first with, you know, not long to go, mm-hmm. and again a, a restrictor plate track, which Atlanta is another fun one to watch. It's not like it's not the same shape or length as Daytona and Talladega, right. but it's the same style of like pack racing where everybody's just all grouped together and it's it's super fun. I, I like Corey LaJoy. Uh, if I'm going long odds on this one. Give me Corey LaJoy. So if I'm going to put down, let's say I'm going to space out 300 bucks mm-hmm. on the Daytona 500, you want to take like a pretty like a, a pretty solid bet. You know, I'd go, let's say I'd go Kyle Busch plus 1,200. And then I would go, uh, what did I say? Uh, Austin Dillon plus 3,000. Oh, no, Ty yep. Gibbs plus yeah, 3,500. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you picked Dillon yeah. though too. Yeah, plus, no, I'd go, I'd go Ty Gibbs. Plus thirty five hundred, and then I would go. Uh, Corey LaJoy plus ten thousand. Those would be if I was going to throw three a, a bean down on each of them, and just say if one of y'all hit, and if Corey so LaJoy hits, are you going to do this when you get to Florida tomorrow? No, I can't. I got to text Shadis and Venmo him money because he's going to put the money in for me ah. because sports betting is not legal in Florida. It's one of the few states where it's still not legal. That's so weird. So. If you're going to bet on the on the race on Sunday, which makes it very interesting, and then all of a sudden you got something to root for, you know, as most gambling degenerates do on Sundays, they they need something to bet on, and they're like, well, there's no football, so yeah. let's do this. The Daytona 500 is a fucking phenomenal event. It's super fucking fun, and you're, I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. If you haven't watched it, you're gonna love it. It's love it. Daytona, Talladega. And now Atlanta has quickly become a favorite of mine too because restrictor plate racing I just fucking adore. Yeah, it's it's terrible to race in. Believe me, when I get on my simulator and I run these <laughs> these restrictor plate races, and you're like, you lead 14 out of 15 laps, or four, you know, 50 right. out of 49 out of 50 laps, and you're like, all right, I'm dominating the shit out of this race, and then you get into the fourth quarter, ah! uh, the fourth corner of the final the final lap, and somebody just says. Uh, I'm gonna move you because I don't have any other way to get around you, dude. I cannot get over you tell me about your brother months ago. Like he just doesn't care anymore. He turns the car around, and just goes the other way, and tries to kill people. And oh yeah, the race. he's just he, yeah. We, I call him when I so when I do i racing now, I call him Squeefs 
because my little brother is young. Well, he's not little anymore. He's he's a grown ass man, but he's a mental midget he's to say the least. He he fits very much in yeah. with the rest of us. Yeah. Um, he's he's like still twelve at heart, and uh, he he gets on my thing and he gets wrecked. He wrecks in in i racing, and he's like, you know, he's trying my simulator out and he's racing it, and he's like, this is fucking awesome. And then he gets wrecked, and he just says, oh yeah. And he just turns around and starts going backwards on the track and just crashes head on into the pack and creates this like giant fucking wreck. And I'm like, you you can't do that here. Like that's not what this is about. <laughs> and so anytime I run into anybody on the track that you know is is acting like an asshole and wrecking people and and not you know racing with in the spirit of the game, I call him a squeef. And it's a derogatory term. Um, is it? It is now. I've made halt. it. A, I've made it a derogatory term. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up. That sounds like it could be something like some like maritime like a squeef. Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Made up. Pretty sure we made that one up ourselves. Yeah, for, uh, no, you probably did, but it sounds like some NSFW terms right? there that we can't say. Uh. <laughs> well, sure. we it started it's, off because we when 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 Keith, who's my little brother, he got certified as a scuba diver when he was like what. 10, 11 years uh, old? Yeah, 14, 13, 14. He was pretty young. He was, I think he was yeah, like 12. Because yeah. I used to call him the fucking 12 year old and all that. Right. Like, I'm 13. I'm like, shut the fuck up, 12 year old. Yeah. And uh, he was, so he was, uh, he was getting certified as a diver. He was going to like Bob C and skiing, getting his yeah. certification. He was going, and he was actually really good at scuba diving and everything. And then uh, one of our friends was just calling him little queefy scuba fag. Yeah. And, that was too much of a mouthful to say, so it just ended up getting shortened down to squeef. Yep, pretty much. Which is like I was just googling to see if anything like come it up. sounds like it know. sounds like I, squeaky queef, but it's just everything. No, it's not. Everything is. Uh, it has. It's all actually derived. Yes, it has. Yeah, it has all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all derived from him just being a, a certified scuba instructor, and his name being. We wanted to call him Queef. Because his name is Keith, and it sounded the same, but it was just squeak. I like how yeah, it's squeak for scuba. You yeah. know, you know how you, you, know how you Google scuba. something and it shows you like the top image for it, even if you're not asking for images. Yeah. This is the image for that. <laughs> you need to send that to the group chat right now. What the fuck is that? I get it, but like, why? I do too, but I need, I need that. That is a squeak. It's a squeef. All right. It is what it is. I like to pull uh, them up and then let the air out. And let the air out. And then I slap them shits right yeah. off of my table. All right. Anything else, guys? What did we miss? What, do, do we miss something? I know we missed something, but what, what did we miss? We didn't touch about this last week really quickly, but uh, Belichick going on Tom Brady's podcast and basically being like, hey, you know, it was fantastic. And then Brady kind of like breaking down a little bit. To me, that was just like, you heard a, a little bit in, in Brady's voice, to my opinion, as a Patriots fan, that he kind of was like, fuck, like. He had a bunch of nice shit to shit say about me. I wish he said me because he had he had like the crack in his voice. He's like, you know, it was it was always my pleasure too. And it was right. like, damn, I wanted Belichick to be Belichick and tell me like I was like trash and be not like, as good as I thought I was. Ass you know, in Tom my was you know Tom was uh, he was a good quarterback. I wouldn't say great, you know. Uh, right, I, you expected Belichick to be Belichick, and he was just like, he's no. like the Belichick best. has nothing, but he will he will do nothing he, because it it doesn't behoove Belichick. To bash Brady at this, especially at this point in his career, where Brady's gone on and won one without Belichick, and Belichick is basically floundered around, and now everybody's sitting there going, "Ho ho ho! What's his record without Brady?" Right, right. Which and I it's hate. like you know, it's, like, shut it's the like, fuck like up. Like right, you realize Belichick created Brady, right? Like 
you can say what's his rel- what's his record without Brady, but that's like saying like what's Picasso's record without the brush. <laughs> you know, it just it. Did yeah, the, Picasso what, not use a brush? Picasso, like the brush needed Picasso more than Picasso needed the brush. Okay, he could have used the crayon. You got some Picasso in you. What was that? Belichick is Picasso. Brady was, was the brush. Was that from The Rock? Yeah. Remember that? Did Picasso not use No scissors, only clippers. <laughs> Did they tell Picasso no, no brush? brush. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this, this man could remove your balls with a pair of clippers, okay? We don't need him working with scissors. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know what you did to that man in there. I just want to know: Are you happy with your haircut? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great scene. That was the uh, <laughs> dude. You just fucked up your Ferrari. <laughs> it wasn't was mine. mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither's this. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Uh, last thing before we get out of here. Uh, obviously, Terry Bradshaw got a little bit of a hot water. Oh yes. We 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 so we, we glossed over this. Oh, Terry, dumb. Terry Bradshaw got a little bit of a high, a little bit of a pickle. Uh, because on the stage, when they were presenting the Lombardi Trophy, he told Andy Reid to waddle over here so he could <laughs> give him an interview, which Andy Reid laughed about uh, because obviously Bradshaw and Reid are very good friends. And Andy Reid, for those that don't know this, for and I don't know how you don't know this, if you, you know, these people all, the, and this is what kills me about people is like they say that they're fans of the NFL, they say that they're like, oh, I know the NFL, I know football, I know this. And yet they get mad when Terry Bradshaw tells Andy Reid to waddle over here because they don't know Andy Reid is, A, the most self-deprecating head coach in the world, especially when it comes to his weight, and, B, he's excellent friends with Terry Bradshaw. Did they not hear the words that came out of his mouth like immediately after that comment of, like, ah, oh, I could use a sub. He said something about, he said something about food. And, yeah. then, and, then it, and then he asked him about a couple of plays they called, and he's like, oh, that one was like – all the plays had food names. Yeah. The players – who are athletes must have been like, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah. We're, Call we're, that Y22 ketchup he's like, cheeseburger. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is extra ketchup on a slong. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not what you call a play. <laughs> I'm going to go spider Y2 pork missile. <laughs> Mayo jelly side. Extra sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Brioche bun. Ugh. Fried. <laughs> Something, yeah. And he was like, and, and Patrick Mahomes just looks at him and goes, just gives him like the stern stare, like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got oh, it. God. And he just goes and he just like throws like a touchdown, like 75 yard bomb. You're like, oh, yeah, perfect. All right, cool. Fuck. It's like, yeah, we could have just called that like, you know, XY2 jet, you know, whatever, fuck you pass. And but right. no, Andy Reid's like, no, I want extra sauerkraut on this pass, which means I want you to throw it lower and harder on a bullet. And like, and like okay, like, sorry, Andy. Like, and he's like, hmm. And then I want some extra Arby's horsey sauce. And I want you to go to fucking In-N-Out and get me two burgers animal style. And you're like, all right, all right I, I don't, I, I've lost now. I don't know what you're, if you're calling a play or you're just, you know, you're fantasizing about what your post-game uh, meal is going to yeah. be. So can you, can you hone it in, Andy? Hone it in. Uh, but yeah, the, the uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw is getting ripped for being uh you know, fat phobic, which oh, I love how cares? everybody's going to say, like, I'm not even the biggest, like, fucking Terry Bradshaw fan, but I was no, just Terry like, Bradshaw's a fucking loser. He's a yeah, total fucking he's stooge. Kind of a douche. The, I'm like, he's a total fucking fuck stooge. Yeah. Ever since he fucking called out A-Rod and was like, oh, you're taking horse to warmer, bud. It's like, no, Terry, no, he isn't. And I'd love for you to revisit those comments and revisit that. And let's go back and look now, given all the information that's come out in the last six to 12 months. And, um, I want you to apologize to Aaron Reed, actually. Aaron Reed, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers, yeah. Who the fuck Aaron is Aaron Reed? Reed? Um, 
I want you to apologize. To, uh, apol- I'm on vacation, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, it's. I want you to apologize to Aaron Rodgers for what you said about him because you, you, you defamed him. You, 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 you slandered that man. Yeah. With your idiotic medical takes, because you, you as a member of the media, decided to sit there and just basically be like. I'm auditioning for my part on The View when I get fired from Fox Sports at some point. So I want to make sure that I get this in. And listen, we all know you were wrong. Everybody knows you were wrong. Everybody knows Aaron Rodgers was right, even though they won't admit it. Now, apologize to the man. Apologize. Apologize. That's right. right. Apologize. Apologize. So fuck Terry Bradshaw. But if you're going to get, if you're going to like dick, if you're going to dick over Terry Bradshaw, him telling Andy Reid to waddle over here and then calling it fat phobic, which why is everything like why why do all these people like these why do they have to put phobic, phobic on the everything like like no I'm not afraid of fat people I just think they're disgusting. Oh my god! <laughs> like what's that? I'm not I'm 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 literally not I'm not there's no fat person I'm afraid of like I don't think they're gonna eat my leg, I don't think like if I touch them I'm gonna die. Or like I, you know, like maybe if like they have like shingles because you know whatever they developed it because their fat rolls or haven't been washed in six years. That's maybe the thing. That could be gross. But other than that, like no, like I, I don't. I'm not afraid of any fat person. I can outrun them all. Mm. You know, even as a fellow fat person, I can outrun most fat people. Right for the most part. Yeah. You know, at 330 pounds, I'm fairly athletic. You know, for my size. You know, yep. been been this way most of my life. Um, I'm not afraid of any fat person. Right. I'm trying to think of one fat person that I'm afraid of, and I can't. Maybe the ghost of Biggie Smalls, because he might put a cap in my ass. Mm. Other than that, though, Biggie no. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. God damn it. I'm going, going, back, back. <laughs> did you uh, did, did you did you see the new South Park on Wednesday? Mm-mm. Did dude, you, I must sleep by the time South Park comes dude, on. You gotta watch it. The the uh Cartman. You know you remember Cartman had Cupid Me? Yeah, we talked about it on Saturday. Yeah, did you did you did you see Cupid Ye? No, I didn't. You told me about it though. Oh I didn't my see god, it. dude. Cupid Ye. <laughs> you said anti Semitic shit, right? Yeah, dude, it was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Like, I swear to God, like being like South Park's gonna be a tough job because they do it in six days. But also the jokes just kind of write themselves. So like if you're like Oh, we've got this character called Cupid Me. What if we just dress him up like Kanye and call him Cupid Yee? Yee? <laughs> yeah. And then he just, on Valentine's Day, shoots arrows at people and makes them anti-Semitic. Like, I mean, it just it just makes so much goddamn sense. It's a brilliant show. But uh, anyway, let's end it there, boys. I got to get... Uh, I got to get racing because I only got a couple hours here before I leave. Yeah. Or are we going to sit them down? Are we going yeah. to sit them yeah. down for a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. We I might shut him down. I might try to grab some sleep, but I don't think I'm really ready for the for bed yet. Because I'm leaving. I got to leave here by three to get to the airport in time to be in Daytona. Um, We're gonna cabeza <laughs> in the cabeza. So, uh, all right, let's leave it there. Uh, the only other we only had one vote on the poll. I couldn't find the poll. I mean, I see it. It on ended. The I think you like fucked some up because it ended. You ended it fast. It said like, "Oh, this poll's ended," and I'm like, "We just started the show." Like, really? It says <laughs> yeah. results active. 
Nah, mine says it ended. All right, well, the poll ended. We'll try it again next we'll week. We'll try it again. We'll we'll put it up. Uh, we'll put it up. Well, you know, we'll, I'll put it up after the show on the page. Yeah, gotcha. and we'll let people vote on it for a week. Do it. Vote. Do it. Yeah, do it. Vote. Vote, vote or vote. die. Vote or die, bitch. Yep. Shake them titties when you die. vote, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What? You don't it's get the South, South Park, Park references Damn. at all, do you? Yeah, shake the titties. No, because I, I don't fucking get to watch it a lot of the times. <laughs> oh, that's an old school episode. Yeah, dude. that that's one's old. old. The Diddy one. All right. For Mr. Betancourt and Plizzy, I am your host, Joey Fats. I will see you all. We'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, Please, 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 please. I will be back in time to do this show. I'll be back uh, probably noontime on Tuesday from my little expedition down to Daytona to watch the 500. My goal is to meet Haley Deegan and get a picture with her. Yeah. Uh, Give me a share sign. Well, not. and, And. If I can meet her dad, meet her dad too, because, you know, Brian Deegan. Brian Deegan. Haley Give me Deegan. something. Yeah. No, no, don't worry, brother. If 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 I'm running to Brian Deegan. He get you confetti. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'm going to get him. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be like, good, yo, Brian, let me buy that hat off your head, sign it for me, and I'm going to give it to my brother. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, but he'll probably be like, nah, dude, I'm not doing that. This is like, my personal hat, my man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, nah, but like, come on, man. Like, don't make me go all Darth Vader on your ass. Like, <laughs> I will throw a glass vase against the wall and pretend it was you later. (laughs) You'll feel that shit. That'll be sick. Uh, That's a reference probably nobody except three people are going to get, but it doesn't matter. So anyway, for Mr. Betancourt and Plizzy, I am Joey Fats. Thank you all for joining us on Row 1C1. Please give us a like and a share. This show will be up on Spotify, Apple, uh, uh, on uh, uh, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts right after the show. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. Deuces. Peace.